Hey everyone, this is Joel. And I'm Kyron. And this week, we're here to talk about some brand new indie games on a brand new episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. back everyone to another episode of the dialogue options podcast with your ever faithful hosts joel mcdonald that is me and as always my very very good friend and co-host mr kyra morrison how are you doing good sir oh joel i'm dying a little bit yep no uh, i agree in the thick yep. of australian summer where even mm-hmm. the evenings are not going to offer us a moment of respite but otherwise i'm pretty good like apart yeah. from apart from that whole thing that whole schmozzle i'm good I mean, we've done pretty well this summer. It's been oh yeah, it just it's got been pretty late. tolerable. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. You guys in Bendigo have had it much worse. Like last week was awful for you guys. Oh, man, tomorrow is going to be. It's heading back to those mid forties. <laughs> yeah, like we, we, it's been not too bad down here. We've oh, had a couple of hot days. It'll but, come. <laughs> yeah, like we managed to sort of get out of it a little bit, which is all right. Uh, not not as intense, I guess, down here. But um, but yeah, no, it's uh. Yeah, apart from apart from the heat, things are things are pretty good. Um, Happy birthday for this week, Joel! Thank you. Yes, I I, I just had a I was about to bring it up. I, I had a lovely day Beat out. Thanks, man. Cheers. Uh, no, I had a lovely day out yesterday. I uh, my, my wife and I went into the city and we went to um, Pixar Putt, which is like a pop up mini golf that's uh, like Disney Pixar themed, and it was awesome. The pictures it, looked really cool. It was so it's 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 expensive. Don't get me wrong. Like, man, I think, hey man, you got to pay for that Pixar for that Pixar brand. Look, to be honest, the fact that it was on over my birthday, and we already had plans for something else in the city on my birthday, and I was like, well, this is perfect. Um, I've got the I've taken the day off for it. Um, and yeah, it works out to about forty bucks each for the like for eighteen holes. But um, we spent Ooh. like an hour and twenty minutes there th- going through. Like, but because you can do like just nine holes if you want, um, and yeah, no, it was really really fun. Uh, like the the holes really cool, and they were just blasting like Pixar music, like which is great. It's all well and good, and it's really great when you hear it. Like listening to you got a friend in me, and you've got um, uh, wouldn't have nothing if it, if I didn't have you from Monsters Inc. And then you get to like some moments when they start. There was one moment where they started playing when somebody loved me, and I was like, no. No, 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 no. Did they play Remember Me? They didn't actually. No, Coco. Yeah, I guess that's where they drew the line. Probably for the best. Yeah, that's where they drew the line. Like it would have been a bunch of like patrons on the floor crying. Yeah, when somebody loved me is like, like their their limits. I think was of what they could they could. Gotta have limits. Gotta have limits. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, that was really fun. And then we, we went to, uh, I had a Christmas present from, from my mother-in-law. We went and saw School of Rock last night. Uh, and Getting some it, culture. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, super fun. It is a nice. fun musical. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Um, if you've seen the movie, you know what to expect because it's exactly the same, just with more songs. That's um, what you want, really. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, and I, 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 that could sound like I'm being like, like a detriment to it, but it's, 
honestly really, really good. Um, I think it's on for a couple more weeks in, in Melbourne. Um, and yeah, I got to see a, a, a friend of mine from university um, in the lead role last oh, night nice. as well. Yeah, which was really awesome. He absolutely That's crushed it. Very cool. Yeah, like he... Like it was so good, and the kids, man, like all, the kids all play their instruments live. Like they make a big oh, really? point. Of, yeah, they do. Like they they play live at That's the start so of the cool. show. Mm, at the start of the show, there's like a voiceover from Andrew Lloyd Webber, and he's like, "Oh, the one question we get asked is, do the kids play their own instruments live?" And he says, "It's like, yeah. and and the answer is an emphatic yes. Enjoy the show." And that was like the start of the show. Um, this is voiceover saying, yeah, the kids play live and you, they were absolutely shredding. Like, nice. It was so cool. These like 10 year old kids that are just absolutely ki- so much better at instruments than I'll ever be in my life. I wonder what sort of caveats it adds to the casting process. Yeah. It's like, they need to be able to sing, but also play these instruments. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's nuts to think about that these kids already are. I, I, from what I understand, it was like they, they were already like studying those instruments, but over the course of like the rehearsal process and stuff, it got oh, okay. more yeah, and more drumming, yeah. especially for the stuff that they get to play. And also like, it's a lot of the riffs and stuff. It's just them riffing, like literally True. riffing. It's not like a... Like they're playing like uh like written notes. It's just like yeah, get out the front there and so shred for thirty it's seconds. It's basically just like an extra, a cool little skill you get to pick up along the way. Yeah, absolutely. That's neat. Um, That's very cool. But uh, yeah, if you want, if if you want to get along to that, you should definitely check it out. It's uh, a lot of fun. That I had a I had a big ball uh, doing that. Um, one one more bit of bit of news I think before we get to the rest of the show. It's probably probably as good a time as any now, I guess, to, to announce this on, on the show. Um, you might have seen on my various social medias earlier this week that uh, I have another announcement that I'm going to be a dad in July. Fuck um, yeah, man. Yeah. So um, my wife and I are expecting and uh, yeah, we're, we're, she's due in, in July and um, yeah, very exciting stuff. So, so cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'll be sure to sort of um, as soon as as soon as the little one is born, just sort of start sprinkling in Metroid. So just so get get the kid on early. Yep, no, that's cool. That's totally fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm expecting you to just get like a little Ridley onesie, like, <laughs> oh, dude. Shit, Ooh, if, that, if if I can find one, man. Oh, dude, holy shit! I I, I started speaking that in, like I, I, like the words were coming out of my mouth, and then I would like as like so, sort of a joke, but then as I was saying them, I'm like, actually no. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> Look, I can at like bare minimum, I can promise you a a plush Metroid. Yep. All right. Done. That's good. Um, I'm no. That's but, fantastic uh, news, man. I'm happy for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to squeeze in as much gaming as I can before that all goes down because <laughs> the 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 quest log segment of the show might be very sparing. Uh, <laughs> come the second half of the year, but we'll see. We'll see how we're going with that. Um, anything else exciting happen for you, Kyron, this week? Not really, man. It's been a absolute gauntlet of of employment, just being, you know, work. And I mean, I did I did manage. It's not news. We talked about it already, but I made sure to catch the final showing of uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse at my local cinema because I was just like, I'm I'm seeing this one more time. Yeah, just one more time. Tell you what, uh, the cinema actually wasn't super full, but considering it was it was the last showing, there were still a fair few people there. 
I've heard a lot of people that have gone and seen it multiple times. Most people yeah. who've seen it have gone and seen it at least one more time. It's um, a I actually movie. it is. I went and saw it again this week as well. <laughs> um, I took myself. A, yeah, I took myself on a little pre-birthday date. Uh, the day before my birthday, I went and saw it in IMAX, and oh boy, in 3D. Oh, it's that. That is a good fun movie to see in 3D. I just, I, I cannot get over how much heart that movie has, and I love oh. it. To it's so good, yeah. I, it's like, so good. Immediately, it was just like, as soon as I got home, I'm like, okay, it's not in the cinemas anymore. Time to start Googling release dates. DVDs, get me something. Yeah. It's like, it's like listed on JB Hi-Fi, but it just says coming soon. I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. I reckon I reckon it'll be soon, though. I think they'll push it out a lot sooner hey, uh, rather than later. Our, our good friend and listener, Brod, when you uh, pick up the 4K version, feel free to have a big old viewing party. Oh, I've already worded him up. Like Good. I, I, I was trying to organize the time. I was, I was trying to organize the time to see, uh, to try and go and see it in IMAX with him. Um, and it just wasn't going to work out, but I was like, Oh, maybe I'll go by myself and I'll, I'll, I'll take myself on a movie date. I said, I guess we'll have to wait until you get the 4k copy comes out and we'll have a, a movie night at your house. He's like, absolutely. So that um, movie in 4k I'm not sure if I'm ready for it, but it's going like to be amazing. I feel like it's going to melt my face off. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it will, but like you ha- your face had a good run. So yeah, exactly. And what, what a way to go. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we've, we've, uh, we've bantered long enough now. I think we've got all the, the other stuff that we needed to get out up. of the way. I think it's time now we check in with the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show, where we uh, report back on our and our gaming habits over the last uh, week or so, what we've been playing, and, uh, and and let you guys know, give you give you some impressions about what we've been uh, what we've been up to. Um, I played a couple of things this week. A couple of things. What about what yeah, about you, Karen? I mean, I haven't played much. It's honestly the way it's been this week is I'll get home from work. And I'll I'll fire up my PlayStation on my Switch, and then just sort of stare at my screen and just yep. again just start becoming or becoming less hydrated as the night goes on, mm-hmm. and then just going I can't be bothered. But I have managed to squeeze in some time with uh, we I think we spoke about last week how we were both looking forward to Y two K on the Switch. Yes, yes, we were. Um, and a bit more Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I haven't really got anything new to add there, so I'm not gonna okay. not gonna bring that to the table this week. Um, all right. Well, I, I've got one other thing that I've played before. Okay. I also, I played uh, Y2K, so I, I might kick it off with, uh, the other thing I've played. Serve it up, Joel. Um, Serve it up. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's sort of, it was DLC for a game that I, we, we both played last year and both really enjoyed. Uh, I'm going to request is... the full story of this situation, by the way. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. I'm okay. going to request, I'm going to request the, oh. the moment that you realize that you had made a tiny, huge mistake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is, a, there is some backstory <laughs> to this. Um, okay. So uh, I've, I've started playing the, uh, the Spider-Man uh, DLC this week. I, um, so the backstory goes, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I got home from work. I had a bit of a rough day at work and I got home, I sat on the couch and I was like, I want to play Spider-Man. I want to play Spider-Man. Why not, why don't I buy the DLC? It's on sale at the moment for the January sale on PSN. It's down to about 20 bucks. Done. Happy early birthday for me. So I booted up the PlayStation store. I bought it and I'm like, great. And I'm like, oh, it's not downloading. Cause I've got more to this story that I haven't told you yet. And I'm like, oh, it's oh, not no. downloading. This is weird. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, I'll, maybe I have to find my, co- maybe I have to put the copy of the game in and it'll be like, 
auto download it then like update it essentially and so i started hunting around the house for my copy of spider-man uh and i could not find it anywhere i turned the place upside down and i was already in a bit of a shit mood so that really didn't help um so i was like frantically throwing things around and looking for <laughs> looking at uh top to bottom for this bloody game uh and i messaged uh i messaged you Kyron. I, said, I can't <laughs> i just bought the spider-man dlc and i can't find it and you're like oh man have you lent it to someone and as soon as you said that i went uh oh, i lent it i lent it to my good friend to our good friend liam um during pax uh and i remembered i remembered seeing yep. him like giving him a copy and i was like fuck uh, I knew I was going to be seeing him a week later at uh, D&D, which we had last Sunday. And um, I was like, okay. I messaged him. I was like, hey, can you mind if I grab that back? And he's like, yeah, no worries. And um, yeah, so I got it back eventually, put it in. Yep. And then I was like, okay, cool. It's updating. Great. And I started up and I'm like, DLC's not there. It still had like the text at the bottom. It's like, hey, if you want to you know, purchase the DLC, go to the store. I'm like, fuck. So I went to the store and I'm like, no, I've, I've bought the season pass. And then I, I looked at it uh, and then all three individual, because there's three episodes of the DLC and they were listed as free on my, like on my PlayStation store. Yeah. So I had to download them individually, basically. Oh, okay. Haven't you, haven't you had to deal with that before? No, I think I have, but it's just been a long time since okay. I've played any DLC, I think. Or yeah. It's if, just this weird thing how sometimes have a season part, season passes work. Mm. Like it. I remember in particular when I was going back through Life is Strange. Yes, actually, they, you're right. Like, all the episodes are listed as free, so you're like, okay, t- open it, tag, open tag, open tag. And you're like queuing it up. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. it's a pain in the ass. And then, mm. it, like, I think because it only really downloads three at once, which wouldn't have been an issue for Spider-Man for stuff like Last of Us. So it's like, all right, three are going to a queued. Oh, of course you're not downloading the first episode first, are you? That would make too much sense. <laughs> yeah, you've got to carefully pick the episodes that you do. Yeah, yeah. pain um, in the ass. But hey, but, that's that's the uh, PlayStation Online experience, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. We pay for that. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's uh, anyway. But uh, yeah, so I, I finally, after much trials and tribulations, I finally got around to, to playing it. And I actually sort of got back into the, uh, pun intended, the swing of things, um, pretty easily uh, it's been a while since i've actually played the base game so it has to get reaccustomed to the, the combat and like movement was pretty like movement makes sense like when you start doing it like all right cool all right, it all came back to me pretty quickly but like the combat um especially because it, it is very like you can button mash your way through it but it's not as effective as being like you know very uh thoughtful about your combos what? and whatnot Especially against stronger enemies as well. Like, oh yeah, Jesus! Yeah. Like in, in the later parts of that game, like button mashing. Oh, like yeah. I would, there were some fights I would try to end quickly, so I was like, I'll just smash my way through it. And the game's like, uh, uh, uh. Yep, yep, that's it. So we <laughs> got like right. the heavies and shields, and then like people with jet weapons, guys, and, and yeah, like, oh, jetpack guys. Oh, um, but yeah, in the process as well of like starting this, I ended up going back and um, and getting my platinum trophy for the base game because um long story short i i ran out of challenge tokens because i started funneling them into the wrong thing and yeah. i didn't have enough to buy all the suits which i needed for a trophy where the stuff that i was loading my challenge tokens into i didn't need to worry about um, yeah i nearly had that issue but mm-hmm. I, I don't remember why i checked i was just looking through my suits and i saw i needed challenge tokens and I was like, oh, okay, great. There's a whole bunch of those challenge, like those uh, challenge things are just a pain in the ass to like get the gold medals on. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, 
screw it. I'm looking at the trophy list, and I just sort of scroll. Cause I think there are. It's not. It, it's not skills. It's um, like the little gadget upgrades. Yeah, gadgets. Some of yeah. those like needed challenge tokens to upgrade. And I was looking mm-hmm. for the trophies. I'm like, do I need the gadgets? No. All right, I'm done. Like, so I, I still screwed myself a little bit. I had to go back and oh man, a couple of those I had to go and get gold medals in, and it. I didn't. I didn't hate the game, but it certainly pushed me into a more negative headspace with it where i was just like okay this isn't fun i'm not having fun doing this but i'm also just very close to getting my pointless little platinum trophy so i'm going to stick with it and i did it but it's good to know that they added more in the dlc to sort of alleviate that issue yeah so that's that's uh, they they there's um a character that is in the base game i won't say who because like uh, i'm assuming you might want to get around to it at some point karen it's on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll try and be as uh, uh, spoiler-free as possible just because I don't want to, you know, I, even though I'm not super far into the story anyway, but um, a character that is in the first, in the base game comes back uh, and issues challenges. So, and uh, I'm sure there are other ones as well that will pop up throughout the, the various DLCs. But um, yeah, but uh, the, that character issues more challenges to you and uh, it, it, they sort of appear on the map the same way they do in the uh, the base game. So okay. like when you're, uh, you know how like when you first, you encounter something and you do like a side quest and it'll be like, oh, now you can go and collect all of these things and they appear on your yeah. map. Yeah, yeah. So it basically works like that as well, which I really like the way that they deal out those um, uh, those side quests and things like that and the collectibles and whatnot. Um so yeah, it works very similar in the DLC. Uh, much like everything in the DLC, it's it is just more. Hey man, if Sp- it ain't broke, don't fix it. One hundred percent. Like it is just more Spider Man, and that sounds like a. It could be like construed as me being negative about it, but it's not because the base game is great. So like you said, why would you try and fix it? Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, the part of the reason this like the DLC is on my to do list. Like walking out of Into the Spider-Verse, I was, I was so close. I was so close to just going back into EB Games and like buying back my pre-owned copy to buy the DLC. Yeah. So that's basically what happened is like I came home from Spider-Verse. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to sit down and play Spider-Man. Um, actually, I think I'd started playing it the night before, but I did play a bit when I got home from that. And it was, it was, it was nice to sort of be like, ah, I'm the Spider-Man now. Um, but yeah, so uh, in terms of the DLC itself, I'm only in episode one, um, which is called The Heist, uh, and it deals with, uh, not really a spoiler because it's all over the promotional material, um, but it, it deals with Black Cat, basically. Yeah, so, I mean, she's also in the base game, so... Exactly, yeah. You don't see her, though, in the base game. You only speak to her on the phone, I think. Yes, yeah, but uh, I think... Because they now, I'm pretty. I feel like they announced the highest DLC would have Black Cat pretty early on. So yeah, yeah. I get. I, I personally, I just figured that it would sort of flow in from the main game when you yeah, were yeah, in it touch came with out, her to get that sweet suit. Oh yeah, it came out like a couple of uh, like not too long after the, the base it was pretty game quick. came out itself. Yeah, pretty snappy. Um, they all sort of had it ready, locked and loaded, ready to go. Um, but yeah, so far it's um. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's I, I, I'm waiting for there. There was one side quest that I did, which was kind of neat, um, and sort of like, uh, I guess, embellished on the character of Black Cat a little bit, and like the Black Cat side of the universe uh, a bit, which was cool. Um, but yeah, it's more Spider Man. It's great. I'll probably talk about it more over the coming weeks when I start to get through the rest of it. 
I think I'm sitting about halfway through the first episode. So I, I don't think they're overly long, but um, I think they're probably like maybe like three or four hours each, I would say. Um, I've just got a question for you. Uh-huh. And this, this is, this is Spider-Man, Spider-Man related. It came up in the news a couple of weeks ago, and I don't think we brought it up. Okay. Uh, and I figured, you know what? We're talking about Spider-Man again. Spider-Man, it's a good time for me to ask you, what do you think was with that tease a few weeks back with the um, the Fantastic Four stuff? Mm, yeah, so I started getting really excited and then I read some comments and I went, oh, that makes more sense. Um, I mean, but- I, figure, I, th- I figured it would be something like a building or something. Well, I, a lot of people are saying suit. Suit also, but... Yeah, uh, a building would make sense as well. Um, but... It just like... Yeah, what are you, you going to... Well, no, I'm just saying, but if they are alluding to something more, I am very excited for that. Yeah. That would be very cool. It's it's interesting to start seeing a lot of these properties that have been with Fox, like, seeping into our... into, like, Marvel proper, yep. in, in a way. Like, between the, between that little thing maybe making me go, I wonder what it's going to be. It probably will be suits, but even then, like, if it's free, then that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, after the whole fucking internet exploded over not having the a, a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man suit, oh they added God. that in. So, sure did. Uh, sure did. You know, maybe maybe not for, for for the right reasons, but like that that's cool that they lit there. They are paying attention to what I mean, people are saying it's, from what from what they said themselves. It, it was honestly what they were working on. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> like it was probably a lot of planning. red, a lot of red tape to to, to go through. Yeah, yeah, uh, and honestly, I don't care anymore because you know what i really like that stark suit <laughs> the stark suit's great the fucking base suit like the actual yeah, even the, the one they made suit, for yeah. the game is so good and they added in the spider-verse one as well didn't they mm-hmm. oh yeah, that... is it is Fuck. it sp- well no i don't know like hang on there's I one thought... like it i think that's the one i mean like the one that looks like it yeah i'm waiting like because it, it, it kind of doesn't make sense to put the spider-verse one in there i guess i get why they probably haven't put that in because it's not really. Well, actually, that's not true. Because no, no, there are I, other. I don't, I don't mean the Miles one. Oh right, yes, okay. They yeah, put no. in a suit that looks like the the Peter Parker suit, basically. Yep. No, from no, Spider right. And apparently, like I've seen screenshots, and it looks beautiful. Mm. Um. Well, there because uh, again, the, it does it does make sense because like uh, there are other suits in the game. Like the uh, Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, I think it is suits. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not Peter wow. Parker because obviously <laughs> it's set a gazillion years in the future. Well, ninety nine years in the future, I guess makes sense. Um, but yeah, so that that's uh, those ones are in there as well. Which uh, boy, on, I just well, I was gonna I say just keep... on that yeah. note, if you go to see Spider Verse and you haven't seen it yet, stick around through the credits. I probably don't need to tell you, but yeah. That might come into play a little bit more as well. Great, um, great, solid joke. Very good joke. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not just a joke though. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, all the, the, the tease. We're setting up uh, a universe. Yeah, well, we're setting up a Spider Verse. Spider Verse, baby. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I. Uh, so here's the, the weird side effect of seeing Spider Verse now. If I was Insomniac, I'd be, I'd be feeling a bit of pressure because, mm-hmm. like, I really like what they do with Miles in that movie. And it sort of made me like, it's not, I don't think Miles is bad in the PS4 Spider-Man. I think he's yep. fine. Yep. But I did sort of look back on it and go, oh. 
I mean, you're fine, I guess. And I'm sure you'll be great in a sequel, but I, I don't know. It, it sort of changed how I looked back upon all, a lot of the mile stuff in that game. I think they've got a lot more room to, to move, though. Yeah, so I think yeah, they're, they're, they're taking the slow burn with miles, which I think is honestly a bit better. Like, Spider-Verse, not better than Spider-Verse, but like it's, it's, it's a good way to approach it. Uh, from a video games point of view, I, I really um, like that Miles. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely, one hundred percent. I, I, I would legitimately just want a like Spider Verse game. Oh, do like, it same style. Like, imagine, and it's you know what? It's not out of the realm of possibility because if you oh. look at Sunset Overdrive by Insomniac, it's very much like cartoony. Like when you, you like has like the the onomatopoeic words that appear when you like you fire a rocket launcher or you punch someone all that kind of stuff and i'm like ah, oh, this could you could translate this and it's very cartoony so you don't have to worry about being super realistic with it oh man can i take get, it i'd be happy <laughs> can we get a spider-verse game from them god sony fund that shit um but yeah so uh look again it's more spider-man i'm really enjoying it it's really nice to go back and play Spider-Man again and have like new content to play. Um, especially after seeing Spider-Verse twice now and, and being so excited about it, it's good to sort of jump back into the uh, Marvel's PS4 Spider-Man universe and explore that again. And I mean, Yuri Lowenthal's doing a, a, an amazing job as, uh, as always some really great, like one liners in there. Um, and yeah, the action's as good as it has been. And, God, that movement is will be so hard to beat in any game. I think traversal in that well, game is a especially dream. like it just is. I mean, I know that most superhero games will be different based on the superheroes that are in them, but boy, it just is Marvel Spider Man. Just it is just the best superhero game. It just is. It is hundred percent. It is. Yep, <laughs> it's canon. Sorry, not sorry, Batman. Yeah, no, nah, honestly, Batman. Look, you're fine. Yep, but Spider Man's better. <laughs> yep. And it's not just from a from a gameplay point of view either. I think the stories are better. Yep. Again, come at me, anyone. I I I just I think look, it, it's so a, much. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. For me, it's it's a weird thing, but so much of the Batman, uh, it's it's part of Batman's character. I get mm-hmm. it, but he's so broody mm-hmm. and and dark, and the combat, it's it's slow, and you know fine batman's a big unit but then suddenly to get to another like enemy across the room he'll do like this ridiculous backflip and you're like how though yeah and it's just it's little things like that where in spider-man it didn't bother me because it's spider-man he's agile he like web slings around in combat backflips bounces like jumps off walls no problem but yeah it's just a weird little thing in batman where i'm like boy you are quick when you need to be oh yeah on your feet (laughs) it's um and also too like you said like the Batman games are so dark and moody, and yeah. it's it. Yeah, I get it. That's it's that's, it's what Batman is, and that's it's, fine. It's what just, Batman is, but it's so nice to have. It's all it's it's just like comfort food almost with Spider Man because it's like it's so relaxing, uh, and, well not relaxing, but like it's so comforting to sit down on the couch and just be like, ah, this is fun. I, the story was predictable, but it still threw a few curveballs, and I still really enjoyed what it had to say. Uh, and I liked that it was just like, we're not doing origin stories. We're just jumping in. Peter's been Spider-Man for like 10 years well, now. We did we did a one of the origin stories. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But it's, 
you know, in terms of Peter I, I, Parker's story. I get what story. you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We, we jump into the, into Peter Parker has been Batman for a while. I mean, Spider-Man. But Batman did the same thing. Like, you know, we didn't really have... Oh, mm. I, I, I don't know about Arkham Origins. Yeah. Uh, but either way, like... And I, it's another little thing is just gliding through the Arkham games and, like, using the little bat grappling hook was just never a fun thing for me. But again, mm-hmm. just convert that over to Spider-Man with web-slinging and wall-running. I was just, like, having the time of my life. Oh, yeah. I, again, weird tangent to go off on, but, like, I just really like Marvel Spider-Man. Yep, yeah, it's a great game. And, like, I'm so excited that I have more new content for it to play. And it seems like... I, I don't know if they... I think they said they're not going to do any more DLC as such, but who knows? Um... If like the the game did really well critically and and um, financially, I think so. Nah, man, they are they are in <laughs> Spider Man. They are they are in full swing. I oh. guarantee it. On like oh. Spider Man two, like it's it's yeah. happening. Yeah. Um. God. Same I've, for same wait. for like God of War. Like when they were, this week, they were sort of just like that DLC was too ambitious. I'm like, yeah, because we're getting a sequel, baby. Yo, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we are one hundred percent getting a sequel to that. Yep. Oh boy. Yep. Um, time for DLC when there's a sequel coming. Exactly, but uh, I, I I will check. Uh, I'll get to more impressions from the DLC as I get through them over the coming weeks. But we uh, we have a game that we both played this week. Um, we do. I I haven't played much of it, but I played a little bit. I I, I don't know how how much more than you have played, but I guess we'll find out very soon. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember where I'm up to. Um, that is of course uh, Y2K. Um, or if you see it written down, you might confuse it for Yik, because it's Y I I K, because it's Roman numerals for two. Um, yeah. So it, it's from uh, Axe Studios. Uh, it is uh, their description of it is it's a a, a twenty five hour Japanese RPG style campaign game uh, set in the late nineties. Um, and yeah. Uh, where do where do you want to start with this one? Um, I I almost want to preface what I'm going to say about it by saying that I am happy they finished the game. I know it had its fair share of bumps along the way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the game's fault either. Exactly. Really. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had, there's there was some some personal some some things happened and yeah, I I am I am happy they got the game finished and got it out there. Yes. And I do like it. I think I think I like it, but mm. I just there are little things that are sort of just like just like pull, tugging on my shoulders, going yeah, but and they're like whispering in my ear, going I think I like it, but there's lots there's lots of little things. So I, where do I want to start? Like I obviously it's not really worth talking about the story too much. We're both very early, very early on. Yeah. Um. I, uh, look, I want I would like to focus on the positives because I think. We've both been pretty excited about this game for a long while, and um, I'm sorry, Joel. I will be bringing up a couple of negatives. It's just hard. Oh, to. I've got a couple as well. Don't worry about okay, that. Cool, but cool. I, I thought we'll start with the positives. We'll oh, start, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, first um, positive soundtrack, so good. Oh yeah. Well, I'm actually reading here that apparently, it, like the the people that have contributed to the soundtrack, Toby Fox contributed. To yeah, it. yeah. Toby. I, yeah. I, as soon as I saw that Toby Fox was in, I'm like, oh boy, can't wait to hear that song. Give it yeah. to me now. Um, and it's really, really great. Um, I love. The battles, it has that sort of um, Mario and Luigi uh, RPG, like, combat to it, where it's got, like, you know, it is turn-based combat because it's a JRPG, but it has, like, 
game moments that make it sort of interactive during instead of just selecting a move and then doing the move. This is also a double-edged sword and where one of my first negatives comes in. Okay. Uh, again, I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm, I might be a bit further than you, but combat, like, the player stuff is great, although I don't remember, it took me a while to figure out how to use Alex's attack properly because I had no idea. Oh, right, okay. Wait, like, because I, I know you can use it for other stuff because there's the times meter where you can slow down time. And yeah. I know that's useful for, like, blocking and dodging attacks, but I had no idea you could use it to sort of mash the A button on the record to get more hits. Oh, yeah, in the, the certain I, spots, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. This was completely lost on me. Because oh, I was, okay. honestly, when I was first playing, I'm like, man, Alex sucks. He's doing, like, one damage. <laughs> I've got these other party members. They're way better. Oh, and it would so, have made, you would have been sitting there just being like, oh, God, this thing takes forever to start up this move. Yeah, and, I, record, and I... Yeah. Com- combined that with the fact that I just don't really like Alex, I'm like, oh, I hate you. Get out of my party. <laughs> yeah, look, he's not a very likable character. And I did see um, the developers have been uh, answering questions on Twitter about it over the, the, the week since it came out. Uh, and they did. there there is a, a thread on there that they talked about the fact that he's not entirely supposed to be a likable character, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I figured that, and there have been cutscenes where I think we're going to sort of explore those parts of his personality yeah but yeah i'm not a huge fan but but yeah as i was saying about the combat uh all that stuff that you do i don't mind honestly i kind of like uh michael's minigame is pretty simple yep uh, yeah now good. i know how to use alex it's good i've also got another party member that's very easy to use mm-hmm. uh, uh, and one of the party members that you get for a little bit is pretty easy to use as well yeah mm. but Boy, when it comes to defending, okay, if it's if it's an attack on one person, I'm okay. It's just like cool. Uh, just time it to at least uh, the 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 block for defending is pretty big, but when yep. they attack the party, right, and I it goes had that yet. Okay, okay, all right, okay, Joel, here we go. Okay, so so you know the QTE for like a single person attack where it's like yeah the the, the thing goes down the the bar. And there's like a decent chunk of gray and then like a little red block to dodge. Uh-huh. And you got to sort of like time your button press. Yep. So if they attack the party, they they go one by one by one by one, obviously. And each character has to do like three button presses in time to dodge or they just take damage. Okay. And it honestly drags out combat. And I just got to a point where I was like, just hit me. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll just take the five damage. I'm just not dealing with this. And it's it sucks because I honestly do like the other aspects to the active combat. And you, and that little part there wouldn't annoy me so much if like it was only one lot of the three button presses and it just a, it was a blanket across the party. Instead of having to do it individually for each character, it just gets a little bit tedious. Right. Yeah, that, that's true. Yep. Um, but like that's that's my main like nagging point there. The rest of like the stuff that you do, I actually really enjoy. Now, yeah. I, fig- now I figured out Alex. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just i i really i i really like having any time there's a JRPG that has that sort of uh you know that active uh, combat as well. I really like that because it it makes me feel like I'm playing a video game. Like I'm like, oh, cool, I'm playing here, and I'm not like trying to uh, talk down J- like traditional JRPGs that are just select the move, watch it play out. But it is nice when when games do try to like mix it up a little bit and make it a little bit more. Um, Keep you on your toes a little bit more as well. Um, yeah, it's just it makes me want to avoid battles sometimes. <laughs> okay, just, 
see, I'm the opposite. It makes me want to. I, I haven't got to the, the whole party attack thing, but like, it makes me want to like actively seek out battles because I do like that. So but, yeah, it is worth bringing up the other reason it's a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. This game has some load screens. Yeah, it really and does. off more often than not, going into combat is a load screen. I feel like that going into combat is the longest of the load screens. And it doesn't help my enjoyment of the combat. Yeah, that's my one down. I was like, oh, God. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're working on a patch for it. Yeah. Oh, That seems like like an optimization thing that they could patch out eventually. When it's all all said and done, like, because I think it had a patch very early on. It did. Did it? Did it add in those funny little tooltips on the low screens? Yes, it did. Yeah, they were yeah. great. I love those. So I think that's sort of maybe just a temporary fix and hopefully they're going to work on a, a more long-term fix. Yeah. But I, I am, like, it is an indie game. So I understand that, like, not everything's going to be perfect out the gate. It's just one of those little things that's sort of, like, stacking up. Especially when I'm sitting through four people having to dodge by pressing buttons three times and just going, okay, this fight's gone for a long time. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that that's my one big criticism. I think yeah, of the game yeah, is the low times. That's where I was gonna go. Yeah, there's a lot like, and sometimes they're quick. Sometimes you barely notice them. Yep. And other times they'll take a good like, man. I haven't even really been timing them, but you'll you'll feel like the like eighty to one hundred percent part of a load. <laughs> at least, at least I would say ten to fifteen seconds sometimes, yeah. and that's yeah. That's it's like it's like Bloodborne pre patch levels of low time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. It's Which, a shame, but like, well, it is a shame. I, I do, I do hope they patch it because, yeah. Once you get rid of that, maybe the combat won't be as tedious to me. But it's just right. some fights, I just, I can't be bothered. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, which, which is a shame in a in a you know RPG. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, I really like the combat. It's just the load times that are really like put off putting to me. But, um, another positive. Uh, well, I, I'm going to ask you, what do you think of the art style of the game? Because I know oh. this is, this is a, a point of uh, like division on, on on a lot of people okay. as well. All right, I will be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't think it looks good. Okay, but I don't hate it. Like it's not like I boot up in game and go ugh. Like it's sort of. I think they've again indie studio. Yeah, I think okay. they've sort of they've tried to turn it into a strength by making by really leaning into there's there's weird shit in this game. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. like weird things are happening in the background. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just it gets it gets pretty bonkers. Yeah, uh, I look, I like it. I I think in my head I've sort of for some reason I've come up with like this sort of reasoning and excuse in my head is like the the game is set in like 1999. And a lot of that stuff that I feel like I would normally be like, oh, that looks like clip art. It's like, that's what... Yeah, look, actually, like, that's not a it's not a bad justification. I think you're right, though. I think they've tried to lean into it just because that, that they're making the most of what resources yeah. they had available to them. But I think if you look at it from the point of view, like when the phone rings and there's like the ring, 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 like that text looks like a really bad commercial from the 90s yeah i mean even if you use alex's computer it's just like whoa well yeah well that too <laughs> yeah exactly but um having the 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 mo- dial-up modem tone as yeah. well it's oh, great yeah oh, um 
yeah. Remember look, the dial-up tone, Joel. Oh, yeah, I remember the dial-up tone. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, But, yeah, I I actually quite like it, and I really like the, the character portraits in, like, conversations. Yes, they, they, the portraits themselves are quite good. Yeah, um, it's going to sound weird. They kind of remind me a little bit of, like, Honey Pop, like that less sexual but <laughs> obviously clearly less sexual. obviously less sexual but um the same sort of art style almost it's like sort of i haven't cut. really played honey pop so i can't really speak to that yeah it's like a realistic-y kind of cartoonness to it as well okay um but yeah i really like those um yeah i i i quite like the i don't know why i came up with that narrative in my head but i quite like the honestly um, like now you've said that it does it does sort of work. Yeah. Because, like, it is set in the late 90s. and Yes. Yeah. Um, and it sort of seems fitting to that, like, all the signs and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I was trying to think. Well, I had a point to go to next as well. I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, I'll, bring up, I'll bring up a point that sort of has left me mixed as well. Okay. Sometimes it's a point of the game that I think is quite good. Other times I'm like, wow, we went to yelling very quickly. Okay, yep. And that is the voice acting. That was actually what, I, that was my train of thought. That's what I was going trying to get to. So thank uh, you for that. So uh, honestly, it's usually pretty good. Like I don't mind Alex's voice and Markle's voice and the other characters I've met. Mm-hmm. But sometimes like a thing will happen and then suddenly we're all screaming. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, we we got here quick. We like we went up decibels very quickly. I think I know the point you're talking about as well. <laughs> On a, yeah. At this point, it's been a few times that it's happened. I'm yeah. like, wow, just um, a yelling, a yelly boy, aren't we? The 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 mixing on the the actual audio itself is a little bit weird at points. Um, the filter they put over Alex's voice when he's like internally monologuing. And yeah. very much internally Boy, monologuing. Yes, he monologues a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, that's I'll often. Get, we'll circle like, back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll circle back. All right. Um, but yeah, like the, the weird filter they put on his voice is is some like sometimes it makes it really audible. Inaudible. It feels like he's yeah. down the other end of a hallway, <laughs> and it's like really echoey. And I get the, yeah. the the feeling they're going for it with that. They're trying to like differentiate between his speaking voice and his internal voice there, i don't know there is easier ways to do it like and chuck, also is chuck it really... the text in italics or yeah. something like that and yeah exactly is there really any is it really necessary to try and differentiate i think no. the player might be smart enough to figure that out like if it's a sh- so if a, the character portrait is him like in his like he's got his hand on his chin sort of yeah you, you can tell like it's like okay he is thinking internally this if he starts fine. a sentence like I stood here and thought about something. Like, <laughs> oh okay, my God. All right. but oh. yeah, okay. Well, let's get to that. Like the writing, oh, the writing again, hit and miss. Sometimes I'm there's like, there's some very, there's been some parts that I've laughed at. Oh yeah, me too. There's been some really great and some great like, uh, look at that that joke. Remember these those times like those ones which I'm like, all right, you've got to have them in there. But when you're like leaning heavily into this '90s feeling, um, yeah. But yeah, sometimes like. Oh boy, when Alex starts to talk and he starts to talk, I was like, the part where he meets the cat. Yeah. Oh my God. And I was like, all right, I get it. You're a pretentious fuckhead. Like, and I get, again, I I guess that's all part of his character. Well, that's it. Again, it's just another reason I don't like him as Mm -hmm. a character because a thing will happen and he'll monologue for like, oh yeah, four or five screens of text. Oh, and I'm yeah. so, I'm just like okay, let's just get through this, Alex. Yeah, it's all like, we're doing is like we're saying one thing <laughs> in as many words as we can in a single sentence. Yeah, 
But again, I guess it does it like that. That does feel like his it's type just, of character. He's this, exactly. Like, he went to college. He's come back home. He's sort of not really doing anything with his life. And I think he's that type of person that thinks he's a lot better. Like he's a lot more yeah. superior than other people around him. Oh, but oh boy, yeah, they they make you feel like it too, and you're like, oh there's god. A, there's a part in particular that I've just done where Alex said, "Oh boy, he's done something. He said something that's just I wanted to just stop playing the game." And Ooh. I, again, I get it. It's probably in line with his character, and I have had some cutscenes that sort of allude to the fact that we will be dealing with this. Okay, but it was sort of like it was the worst combination of everything about Alex. Okay. He it was first of all it went straight to the screaming, right? Of course. Uh, then it was a monologue mm-hmm. for several for several screens of text, and also the the things he was saying and monologuing about. I'm like, wow, you are just a you're a dick. Yep. And then I, I got through it, and I'm I'm gonna try and stick through this game. But yeah, I, there's a, there's enough little things that are adding up. I have heard from a lot of reviews that really. If you if you can get into it, like if you find the hook, this game is good, and yes. I I can see it. Like mm-hmm. um, amongst it all, I can see a good game in there. Yes, it's just sometimes other things sort of jump in the way, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll take a break. And boy, saving takes longer than I would like it to. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, again though. I the saving feels very much like. Saving would have felt in a, like, JRPG of that time. I know. Again, I feel like I'm making a lot of excuses for it here, but I don't know. It's, yeah, there are other ways to to achieve that sort of reference. Yeah, like, yeah, some some things I get. Like, now that you've mentioned, like, the the 90s clip art thing, that sort of actually would make sense. I could see a lot... Of the like visual choices have taken makes sense now. Even some of the enemies that I fought against, I'm like, actually, now you've said that, like, yeah, that sort of makes sense. Because um, like the, the, the general environments themselves are actually kind of interesting and have a really cool style to them. It's just like signs and some little things that felt a little bit weird to me. But yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. But I, I, as far as if you want to like reference early '90s game saving, maybe don't make it as tedious and annoying as they were that because. I don't want to go back to that. <laughs> I've yeah. been there. Yeah. Um, it is It is kind of cute that they, they mentioned, they talk about JRPGs at one point. They mentioned a few things. It was, it was pretty on the nose, but I'll, I'll give it a pass. Yeah. But the three games they played, they mentioned, I was like, they were, they were oh, I've, actually, I've played all of those games. No Final Fantasy, but, you know. Yeah. Hey, Lufia 2, man, got a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Lufia fucking 2. I've I played that game. I had, I owned that game. Uh, I got stuck on a boss fight that I could never get past because it was a fucking spider that kept poisoning me in that game. But um, yeah, so like one of, one of the, one of the things that sort of has has helped me stay hooked mm-hmm. is there is a character I've got in my party now who is just consistently calling Alex out on his bullshit. Cool, and awesome. it makes me happy because I'm like, good, thank you. You have a character that has sense in this party. You are my favorite character. Thank you. <laughs> that, yeah, that that's good. Um, well, I'm glad that they've got that sort of, uh, I guess, almost player surrogate character. Yeah, it's yeah. like doesn't want any part of this. Yeah. Um. No. I look. I'm. I'm definitely going to stick with it because I've been excited about it for a long time, and um, I I really want to see 
you know, make a, a full judgment. I don't want to write it off straight away. Yeah, that's fair. And like I said, I will try to stick with it for the same reason because I, like I said, I do see, I do see the good game in there, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna try and see it through because I think it deserves that. Yeah. But the the little issues, it'll depend on how much they sort of stack up as I rack up more hours. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some in- interesting subject matter that they're sort of, I guess, alluding to. I guess this fact, something sort of like you know otherworldly happening and going on may as well just say it it's like the earthboundy elements <laughs> yeah exactly well that's it and i i think it does those earthboundy elements pretty well i think i hope it is it is it is tough when you're sort of chasing i don't i, I don't know if they're directly chasing it but boy is earthbound a good game it, it, and oh man it's, it's so, so good. good. That is so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's and so good. look, if nothing else, like I'm glad another game is chasing that sort of RPG because we're clearly never getting Mother 3 like translated officially and we're clearly never getting a, a fourth Mother game. So yeah. someone's got to go for that audience. I mean, I guess you could make an argument for like Undertale and Deltarune from, from Toby Fox. Yeah. Um, and um, even, even uh, I, I have a feeling like, Knuckle Sandwich might be channeling oh, yeah, that keep, a little bit. I keep forgetting about Knuckle Sandwich. That's a good point as well. Mm, like I get some because I mean I played it at PAX, but um, playing this, I get Knuckle Sandwich vibes a little bit. But Knuckle Sandwich almost knew exactly what it was and leant heavily into that. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, look, I'm I'm interested to see and and play like see it through and play it out, but um. Yeah, it's it's rough around the edges. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately, but uh, it is out now on Switch, PC. I think on all consoles now. I don't know about yeah, Xbox, saw, but it's on PS4. I, de- I definitely saw it on PS4 tonight. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and look, it's reasonably priced as well. I think it's like it's like forty bucks. Thirty, I think. Thirty. Oh, okay. I hope thirty. I think I paid thirty on Switch, but. Yeah, it, it might be more on PS4. Like this, sometimes weird price things there. Yeah, I think I paid like yeah thirty or thirty five. I can't remember, but I used coins and I've got credit already in my saving my coins, baby. I've got, I've got, a, I've still, I didn't use them all because did you know you can only use you can set it so you can only use certain ones. You can actually pick how much you want to use. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So if you want to like save like five bucks here, you can. That's mm-hmm. no, that's a good idea. I didn't know that until I went and used it. And it was like, oh, oh how I, many po- coins do you I want to use? I didn't know like, either. That's really cool. So yeah, I just took like $5 off it. And I'm like, still got a whole, I, I still got $10 sitting there. That's great. I think I have a problem. I think I, I, want, I don't want to spend my gold coins. I just want to keep accruing them. And I don't I, know why. You can't take them with you. <laughs> I know. I know. You can't take them with you. You got to just use them on something. Take a gamble on something. Be like, oh, oh, I'm not sure about this, and then like, fuck it. It's free I might money. use them on war. I might use them on war groove. That's close. Well, there you go. There's that too. Um, I'm I'm still telling myself I'm going to use it on to buy Moonlighter, which I still haven't bought. Oh, Moonlighter! Damn it. Yeah, I know, Kyra. Oh. I see. There's a physical copy sitting in my like JB Hi-Fi. Every oh, time really? I see it, I'm just like, fucking Moonlighter! God damn it! How much? How much is it physically? I think it's like. I think it was expensive. Like okay, I, think I mean, it's like, honestly, I'm... It's like fifty or sixty. On the eShop, it's 37 or something, isn't it? Yeah, so... it's it's more than that. It's definitely more than that. I think it was like at least like 40, maybe 50, I would say. Yeah, 50 or 60, I think. Anyway, not important. Uh, but yeah, 
I, I, we might check back in like in a few weeks time when we've well maybe when we've we've both finished Y2K we might come back to it and do like a, a bit of a spoiler cast on it or something like that. I promise to try and finish it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do my best, but we are on the precipice of you're on the precipice of two. One thing that's not going to be as like time consuming, I don't think. But oh, I don't know, man. I got two two scenarios to run. Oh well, we might come back to that a little bit later on. But um, but yeah, we're on the precipice of Kingdom Hearts three, and Karen, that's like it's like three days away. <laughs> not to date this, but like, oh, Jesus, I, boy, actually, I might even. I'm here keeping a very close eye on our deliveries at work tomorrow. Oh. Because Monday's a public holiday, dude. Oh. It might come tomorrow and I might hold it and like look at it <laughs> and, and, and be like, this is a game. It's here. And heavily weigh up the, the consequences of <laughs> smuggling it out. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Great. Just like sort of slide it out the back and be like, oh no, we lost a copy. What? I don't know oh, where geez. it is. Karen, what's that like? Like blu-ray shaped <laughs> object under your shirt i don't know man i had like weird burrito for lunch it's not sitting right i don't know and i like, get home and start playing and squinks it's like excuse me <laughs> how are you unlocking trophies here comes uh... the band just unplug your ps4 just turn off the internet on it. <laughs> fuck it you don't need it you can't get the secret movie anyway so even if you finish the game don't worry that's about true it. that's a good it's point fine. i've got to wait like a couple of days and i won't be finishing the game before then exactly uh, but yeah. yeah it's crazy that game is so close jesus i'm not i'd still i don't know i'm gonna watch the game trailers timeline on monday night to get ready mm-hmm. and i'll track down like because they obviously haven't covered a couple of the newer things so i'll track down a video for those as well the, the one oh, that boy. um I'll, I'll link you the one that i other one that i watched as well i think it's from suggested well, to be Gaming. fair to be fair, there's, there will be no shortage oh, yes, of them so this weekend. Them. Like, yeah. I think of at least this weekend, I saw IGN upload something. I yeah. saw GameSpot. I like, everyone's going to be getting yeah. in there. Um, the, the, suggest- the suggestive gaming one was, <laughs> funnily enough, suggested to me uh, oh, after wow. watching. It was like the next in the playlist after watching the um, the game trailers one. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool. It's, it's, like, it's like 37 minutes long, so it's not super long as well. Um, Honestly, like I am fully prepared when I watch my Kingdom Hearts story video to just settle in for like a good hour. Well, it's just... literally just him just going through the story beats, like, and everything that happens in each of the games, and he's just like, "Yep, this is," and in like sort of relatively in order as well. Um, yeah. It's, so now, so now that you've watched that, actually, I can ask you: Do you think Shion will reveal herself? Oh, I think there's a chance. Yeah. Look, hey, look. <laughs> Fucking everybody's here. Like it's, Every, it's, it's it's yeah. Kingdom Hearts three is basically Smash Brothers now. Yeah, everyone's here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think so. I man, I I really want to start talking about Kingdom Hearts stuff. This tangent it, has gone on too long. It has. Yeah, because we had a conversation via uh, Messenger the other night about about oh, things that God. could happen, and I was like, what? Because just putting it out there, what if they decide to kill a Disney character? Just saying. What if they kill Sora? I, oh, fucking Sora's gonna die. It's a Jesus allegory. It's gonna happen. He's gonna die to save his friends. But if you think Sora's gonna die, then Riku's gonna die because no one. Ah, uh, there'll, there, there'll there be some, so many possibilities. There'll be some bullshit way. Kyra will die. Oh yeah, actually, finally gets to be a Keyblade Master and she's dead. Lee will die. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. Anyway, I think that's about it for our quest log this week. <laughs> sure. 
Oh boy. So after that little uh, Kingdom Hearts three tangent, um, uh, yeah, we which we apologise for. It was out of our hands. Uh, yeah, look, it had to happen. We had to. We had to. We have to vent a little bit. You know. Sure, and now we've had it brought to our attention, like reviews are popping up and we need to go yeah. to the next segment or I'm yeah. taking you down this Kingdom Hearts road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's go to the next segment, indeed, and start with everyone's favourite podcast news game, Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope is, of course, our news segment of the show where we each bring some news stories to the table uh, and we, between the two of us, decide whether or not they are dope, which we decide to talk about the story in great detail, or Nope, where we forget all about it and completely ignore its existence and move on. Uh, If one of us dopes the story and one of us nopes the story, the person who doped the story gets a short amount of time to state their case uh, and uh, plead for their story. So... Without further ado, I've got, got a few things. Not, nothing crazy, really. Um, uh, do you want to start with something light? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Easy. Um, all right, all right. Because it's, it's it's jolly. It's I like got jolly. a little bit. I can, I can be. I can get on board with jolly. Jolly's good. It's it's got a little bit of bite to it, but it, it's in a nice way. Uh, Rage two and Far Cry New Dawn seem tickled pink with each other. Which is the headline from VG twenty four seven? Yeah, look, I'll dope it. I saw this this morning. It was pretty funny. It's cute, and it won't take long. Um, so basically, uh, if you've seen the promotional images for both Rage two and uh, Far Cry New Dawn, uh, you will see that there's a prominent use of the color, like the purpley pink color, very similar to the uh, dialogue options color, by the way. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. Rage, uh, the Rage 2 Twitter account uh, tweeted out a, uh, a, their version, basically like a mock-up of the, uh, the Far Cry New Dawn cover art with, uh, their Rage 2 characters and, and scenery. And their tweet was, huh, I guess pink is all the rage. And rage is in all caps, obviously. And it says, get pumped for new Rage 2 gameplay coverage next week. Um, and it, they, they, this happened because there was some, like I think a new dawn embargo went up today because there was a bunch of outlets talking about it. So and there was a new there was a story trailer for it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which honestly, kind of think about picking it up at some point. Nah, <laughs> uh, I'm looking at it. Nope. I'll, I'll play. Let's put it this way: I'll play Rage Two before I play Far Cry. Oh no, dawn. sorry, I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about Far Cry. Rage Two, yes. Far- no, 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 I was talking about Far Cry, oh, but okay, I will then. play Rage 2 before I play Far Cry New Dawn. Let's isn't, put it that isn't way. Isn't Far Cry New Dawn, like, it's a Feb release, right? I think so. Yeah, nah, man. Might be March. Yeah. Anyway. Even March, even worse. Mm, it's don't, sometime around then. Don't be putting a game out in March. Suicide. Yeah, anyway. Um, but the Far Cry New Dawn Twitter, uh, Far Cry Twitter account uh, tweeted back at them saying, Glad you like our art. If you also need a new trailer, here's a good one. And linked mm. to the trailer. Uh, to which the Rage to the Rage Twitter account followed back with, uh, "Oh sweet, the game looks great." Hashtag on Wednesdays we wear pink, and then they put the picture of the uh, the the infamous Spider Man meme with the two Spider Mans pointing at each other, um, and, and the vet, I just noticed the van in the background says pink on it as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so it's it's it's, a, it's good vibes. Um, Bethesda th- getting a bit cute. Yeah, look. Haven't forgotten hey, Fallout 76. Look, 
Let's let's just say it's the rage rage Twitter account. Nothing to do with Bethesda. Like it's yeah, let's, let's put it let's put that spin the publisher. on it. Yep. Um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. But yeah, honestly, like I'm kind of liking the look of Far Cry New Dawn. And actually, what what I I read a little bit about it. Um, I was actually going to bring it as one of the stories, but I didn't think I needed to with this story. I could bring it up here. Uh, there's these things called expeditions Jeez, that you can do. You cheeky little bugger. Mm. Like sneaking well, only... stories in inside stories, like a babushka yeah. doll. That's it. Yeah, the, the the Trojan horse of news stories. Um, and... Much better. Love the um... reference. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with I'm that. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This this works for me. <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, yeah, there's these things called um, expeditions that you can go and do where there's like a a, a Canadian chopper pilot that's at like your base, and you can go out and do these expedition missions at different parts of like the wasteland of America. So there's like a part where there's like a, a sunken ship in like the coast of Florida and there's like an abandoned theme park. Um, and you go and do outside of the map, like small contained little missions and they're co-op uh, as well. So you can actually do them and you can do them on different like tiers of difficulty to get better rewards. Um and I was like, that's actually kind of cool. Uh, and it seems like from the, the impressions that I read, I think it was VG247's impression was like, um, they've sort of doubled down on what makes, what people like about a Far Cry game. Um, and I'm like, all right, cool. That's good. That's why I like Far Cry 3, I guess. So, um, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's that's my first story. It's just a little bit of a cheeky publicity fun coming out about... Uh, about Rage 2 and Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, what do you got for me, Karen? Joel, I was denied last week. Oh, okay. I was denied something to bring, something fun. Mm. Thankfully, maybe maybe a re- as a result of backlash, a, a result of people going, huh, this was a pointless stream. <laughs> I get to bring Dragon Ball and be yep. happy about it. And yay, yay. Not huge stories. One of them has the potential to, to talk about, which I'm going to... You know what, Joel? I'm doing what you did. Yeah, you can lump them together. Do it. So, we got our... We got basically our confirmation. We got our confirmation for the, the, the next Dragon Ball Fighters DLC character, which yes. doesn't necessarily confirm a season two, but could be leading into it. Right. So... um, Look... After my after my uh, my antics with that last news story, I feel like I, I'll, I'll I'll dope this one. Not that I'm saying I'm not excited about it, but I will dope this one. Oh boy! All right, so it it all started with a tweet that Bandai Namco put up about a new Dragon Ball action RPG that's coming soon. We don't know anything about it. There's a mm-hmm. there was a second tweet put up that had some some cl- not really classic Dragon Ball art. It was definitely in the vein of it though of Goku and Gohan from the Saiyan saga very early on in the Dragon Ball Z continuity, whether okay. or not that's a hint as to when this game will take place and how well, how long it could possibly run for throughout the series, who knows. But the interesting thing is, as cool as that is, and as hyped as I am for that, which we might even see this weekend at the Fighters World Cup World Finals, whatever. Oh, yes. They did also tease the next Dragon Ball Fighters character. But they tease it in such a way that it's just like, oh, I know who that is, if if you've been keeping up with Dragon Ball Super. They basically tease, like, a Universe 11 hero who, like, joins the roster. Obviously, it was Jiren from the Tournament mm-hmm. Power Saga. 
a news an article scan i think from i'm not sure if it's famitsu it's definitely a japanese magazine has has a picture of jiren there so jiren's coming everyone's favorite gray alien dude who doesn't really have a personality <laughs> is going to be added to dragon ball fighters uh the, the so that's kind of cool but the thing that i that makes me sort of scratch my chin and go okay but it last like first season they all came in pairs so it makes me wonder if jiren will come in a pair as well okay uh typically they were themed like i'm trying to think what was the last season so first of all there was the movie characters which was broly and bardock right there was oh boy there was like future trunks saga's characters which was vegito blue and fused zamasu there okay. was, I guess they'd be the brother pack was Android 17 and Cooler. And then there was, yeah, the, the one that everyone was ready to be mad about when it was classic Goku and classic Vegeta. So I do wonder if maybe Jiren will come with someone else from Universe 11. There, okay. There's a there's an obvious pick. This is all nothing to you, Joel. I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, these are, these are names. I've I've seen pictures. Same pictures. I used to I've gif- watched like I watched like three episodes with you of Super. So I, I used a gif of this character that I think might come in with Jiren, uh, and that's Topo, everyone's favorite ridiculously huge hand with a mustache who comes a god of destruction. I don't know he's a bastard, but like he he could come with Jiren, or if they really want to piss people off, and you know what, I dare to do it. Arc system works. <laughs> Put in Ultra Instinct Goku. Give us a fourth Goku. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's just, Everybody's here. Every, all the Gokus are here. Yeah, exactly. But uh, every yeah. Goku, every Goku. That's that's the main the crux of it is like. So we'll probably see him in action this weekend, which I don't know. The episode will probably be out by then, so you probably will have seen him in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of ways they can make Jiren interesting. It's hard. He was really boring. Like, hey, they did it for Yamcha. Yeah, but. Yamcha was at least a joke in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and then they just made him a... He was genuinely a good character in Fighters. And this is like, well, I didn't expect that. Yep. And, like, they could do it with Jiren. He definitely has some very flashy attacks that he could use. But, boy, what a... He just has nothing in the way of personality. The whole point of him in the series was he was, like, the opposite of Goku, I guess. Like, okay, Goku was strong because he had friends. And Jiren was like, I don't need friends. I'm strong right. because I don't have any friends. Ah, uh, the and lonely then, card. Yeah, yeah. And then he loses to Goku and Frieza because they trust one another. And he's like, oh, trust. That is the power of Universe 7. It's like, man, these guys are... These two hate each other, but sure, <laughs> trust. That's the thing. Whatever. Yep. Not just Goku got lucky and he's just he's like, I trust these villains who have tried to kill me in the past. Okay, it's fine. But uh, yeah, so Jiren's <laughs> coming fighters. Who who knows how much we'll see of, of like the future of fighters on the weekend, but I'm ready. I was worried when we didn't get an announcement last week, but now I'm I'm feeling more confident and I'm ready. Good. Good, good. Good news. Who um, would you add to Dragon Ball Fighters, Joel? Oh, look, <laughs> I'd put Mr. Satan. Yes. <laughs> Correct answer. Because he's fucking Give- great. Give us a human pack. Give us Mr. Satan and Videl. It'll be great. Just make it happen. The two, like, because Videl is his daughter. Just do it. Do it, Arxis. First of all, we need more female characters in this game. 
yeah. the sad reality of Dragon Ball Z is is you, there are female characters, it's just they usually get relegated to other roles. Chi-Chi was a fighter, then she married Goku, then she became a housewife. Android 18 was a villain, then yeah. she became a good guy, then she married Krillin, and then she sort of became a housewife. She came back in Super, which was rad. It was great to see her fight again. Videl just sort of disappeared. Like, I don't know where she is now. She's had a, a couple of times a super, but again, just sort of into the background. I don't know. Yep. I feel like we'll definitely get the two female Saiyans from super, if not just the fused version. But it would be cool to see more female fighters in this game. Because, like, I, I would love Chi-Chi and Videl to get in there. Do it, fighters. If Yamcha can be there, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, that's Dragon Ball. I got to bring Dragon Ball. I'm happy now. Dragon Ball Super Brawlies in cinemas. I don't know how long for. Go see it. Yes. uh, Well, I'm planning to with you. So (laughs) (laughs) at some point. Uh, Definitely on the cards. Um, All right. Well, I don't know how much mileage this next story will get. (laughs) I don't know if you'll care. Lay it on me. Uh, Where's the headline for it? Death Stranding will push boundaries, claims Remedy Sam Lake. I'm going to say nope. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's fair. It's uh, I'm going to nope it as well, because <laughs> there's no real story I, there. Honestly, I love it when someone nopes their own story. Oh, well, look, it's, oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to keep it interesting as well, because it's content. But yeah. yeah, there's not much to it. It's I, People are pretty impressed with Death Stranding. Well, I am shocked that people would be in, uh, impressed by a Kojima game. It's not even that they're impressed. It's, it's terms like left speechless and... Like, no one's really said, like, this looks good. It's been like, <laughs> oh, it's interesting. <laughs> um, it's going to be so, a hard game. Get ready for it. It's going to be a walking oh, simulator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, man. It's going to be, gonna so be far the up most its own ass. ridiculously gorgeous walking simulator. And I can't yep. wait for it, personally. Yep. There's, uh, on the comments on the, uh, the reset error thread that I got that from, uh, people are just like, oh, they should just like, Kojima should just stop touring and actually show us some gameplay. I'm like, we've seen gameplay, guys. Oh, yeah, we did. That, that, <laughs> that E3 footage, that's gameplay, baby. Yeah, we've, we've seen gameplay. There was like, walking, there was stealth. This is what you're getting. Yep, this is, we've seen it. So strap yourself in, gang. Get yourself uh, appropriately uh, prepared with your hype levels. <laughs> um, Let's be honest, but, we're, all, we're all, I mean, personally, I'm coming to this to see another wacky Kojima storyline. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm coming to see fucking Troy Baker, the bad guy. Getting to just, like, off the chain. Mads bad Mickelson. Guy. Fucking Mads Mickelson. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. I'm I'm excited for it. Whatever it is. Anyway, but we're not talking about it, so. No, Kyra, what's your next story? Um, <laughs> I am the Nardo for bringing this, but I figured, like, screw it. It was sort of a big announcement, and it's, it's, it's a game worth talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's, the headline is pretty simple. It's really just... Mortal Kombat 11 exists and we saw it. <laughs> um, I almost brought this as well. There's there's one part of the announcement that is, I'm not keen on, but... I just don't... I'm going to nope it. Okay. I just... it's Honestly, like, there's nothing... It's nothing against the game. I, I was like, it's just a lot of people have played it and it's... We've seen some trailers and stuff and I'm like, cool. Seems to be following the Injustice 2's follow, uh, stream of uh, of progression and stuff, which apparently is very good. But um, it's more combat. 
Well, I'll keep it simple then because I'm going to dope it. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 11 exists. It's coming out soon, later mm-hmm. to Switch. And for some reason, they made a stupid decision and cast Ronda Rousey as Sonya Blade, which is dumb and they shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah. She is not a great person. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I don't mind her, but that's fine. I will direct you to a reset editor thread later. <laughs> oh, okay. Do do I have to have reasons why why I shouldn't probably like no, her? No, it's just like when I I was I was iffy at first because I was just like I don't know, man. Is she really like? I'm not saying that she couldn't be a great voice actor, or that Sonya Blade needs to have like a professional voice actor take on that role. Mm. But it's just it's weird. Like it's like okay, did you need a celebrity to sell this game? Like it's Mortal Kombat 11. This thing's gonna. It's going to move copies. It's true. I guess, like, leaning into the Ronda Rousey thing, like, is, I feel like the thing, like, I feel like Ronda Rousey and Mortal Kombat's come up in the past. I don't know. Maybe I'm just imagining that. Okay. Yeah, you might be right. Either way, I I don't know. It's weird. But after doing some reading, I saw some people posting about Ronda Rousey. I was just like, oh, I didn't know any of this. Right. (laughs) Okay. Well, that sucks. Because I quite like it. But anyway, whatever. Goodbye, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, see ya. We hardly knew you. Um, feel like I, I don't know how you'll feel about this. <laughs> it's it's about a game that you like, but I don't know whether you want to talk about the story. Um, so I've got IGN retracts large portion of Resident <laughs> Evil Two review and update score after it becomes clear the reviewer missed a large chunk oh, of the game. Boy, okay. Uh, look, I don't think it's a dope story, but I'm going to dope it because yeah. Yeah. I mean, first cool. of all, it's it did sort of suck seeing the usual people go, like, roll their eyes and sigh and just go, oh, game journalists. I was like, okay, look, to be fair, maybe yeah. it isn't communicated very well in the game, but also, I don't know, if you play the original Resident Evil 2, like, there are, it's like a, there's two two modes. There's Leon and Claire. I've, I've seen screen grabs of what the screen, like, the, the, um, oh, yeah, the splash screen looks like. When, like, you finish the first run. Is it pretty start, clear? It, it's pretty clear. Oh, it okay. says new game, and then below it, it says new game, parentheses, second run. Second and if run, you select, okay. If you highlight it, where, hang on, what does it actually say? If you highlight it, it says play through the second scenario from the beginning. Okay. All right. Then that's sort of on the reviewer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is from, I, I grabbed this from our reset era. Um, they've got a whole thing about it over there oh yeah the base going off <laughs> oh yeah um and can we just sort of probably start as well by prefacing this and saying not a great 12 months or so for ign is it <laughs> no but i honestly if you're gonna conf- if, if you're gonna have a bad thing happen i think this is less embarrassing than the the plagiarism that yeah. was real bad that was yeah that was that's yeah that was not great um, that but like is, boy, that yeah. that affected a backlog of reviews. This is this is like uh this is like a giant sigh, just like yeah, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, basically what happened was uh the the reviewer who was reviewing Resident Evil Two, um, uh, gave the game a an eight point eight originally and said uh this is the part this is from the um someone screen grabbed the the segment before um, it got completely taken down and re-put up. 
Uh, it says, I beat the story from Leon's point of view in eight hours, which felt a little short, but I was excited to fire up Claire's campaign and see the fateful evening's events unfold from an entirely new perspective. Unfortunately, that's not what we get. What we, what we get. At least not when we should. Whomever you play as in the main game mode, Resident Evil 2 will largely be the same when you finish and switch to the other person. Most of the same game events happen, and Leon and Claire take extremely similar paths, meet the same people, solve the same puzzles, and fight the same bosses. This was a bit of a bummer for me. Followed by editor's note, this paragraph is inaccurate and being is being revised. Oh, um, yeah, so... Yeah, didn't 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 check the screen. Um, since then, the the story has been uh, re-edited. That segment's been taken out, and the score has been increased from an eight point eight to a nine. Um, That's so weird. I don't know how I feel about going to a nine. Yeah. Um, compromised. It compromised, and also, do you feel like? Do you think that it was actually the reviewers turning it into a nine? Do you think the reviewer actually ended up playing? The second half of the game? That's the question on the table. I mean, what was the gap? Because, honestly, not a super long game. Like, I think a single run is... I mean, it's not like two hours. Yeah. And I don't know how it compares to the original Resident Evil 2, where, honestly, if you know the Resident Evil 2 back to front, like, you can just destroy that game, like, in no time at all. I've watched Michael Huber do it on the (laughs) live stream. Uh, well, it says it says here that like I, I beat the story from Leon's point of view in eight hours. So yeah, yeah, he, and like he, knowing knowing where to go in some areas probably makes it a bit quicker. So I could see it being done quicker, but it is it's a quick turnaround from this being pointed out to score changing. So I don't know. It's it's really tough. Yeah, because that that seems to be the general like a, a lot of people's um uh questions throughout the the rest of the reset era thread. Um, people sort of saying well, did he really go back and play it? Or have they just sort of gone, oh, it's a nine. Um, when it's, yeah, it, it's weird. Uh, apparently the reviewer has been um, blocking people on Twitter as well. I'm, it's tough because like, it could have been a simple mistake. Yep. But the incident never forgets, especially when it's something IGN related. Yeah. Uh, well, the user that got... um that got blocked on here um, was merely just pointing out saying like, it seems to be a bit of a mistake that you, you played the same story path twice in a row instead of playing the alternate story for the other character after beating the game. It's tough because um, I mean, for all we know from the, the reviewer's perspective, maybe it had already been, he'd been pulled up on it and he was just already done with being with what was, what would be coming, which is just a, a tidal wave of those tweets. And it, but it is tough. Like you're on Twitter and it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, again, probably not defending the, the vocal masses here. Um, but it's been proven in the past that if you do shut up shop and say nothing, that, that people will be out there. Be like, Oh, well, they're, of course they're not saying anything. Cause they're so guilty. Rah, rah, rah. The sad reality is you can't win either way. It's true. Yeah. You can you say, sort of say if you say something, they'll just drag you. If you don't say anything, they'll drag you. So it's it's tough. I don't yeah. envy that position, but no, God no. Um, if if he has in fact played through it, like done that chat thing, and like bumped the score up a bit, I could see it making sense. I don't know what sort of the turnaround was there as far as like time between 
noticing issue and then changing the score. It is just a, it's a weird thing to reflect upon how strange just this, this score hype is. Granted, we are now in a league where review scores are quite useful. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> so, indeed. Uh, if this um, helps out our friend who picked up Resident Evil 2, he would he will take it, I'm sure. Um, apparently, here's uh, the, the, the other editor's note that's on the review was on the review said uh, editor's note: this review has been updated to correct a factual error regarding the way you unlock the second game mode, and as a result, the score has been increased from an eight point eight to a nine. We regret the error and really like Resident Evil 2. <laughs> You know what? Who um, doesn't at this point? Who doesn't like Resident Evil 2? Yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone's loving it. it. This was, yeah, when I saw the story pop up, I do, honestly didn't see it coming. It, I had a bit of a chuckle about it, felt bad, and then laughed about it some more. Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting to bring up. I thought, yeah, like, no, in, sure. in a quietish news week, it's, you know, I thought it'd be fun to, to bring up something that's, uh, you know, and just to reflect on the fact that, yeah, like, man, you're right. It, this is the type of controversy that you would want if you had to pick one. But man, just yeah, IGN had a great, great twelve months. Poor guys, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that's all for that one. What have you got? Anything else for me, Karen? Okay, I have one. Okay, now I don't know. It has some Assassin's Creed Odyssey spoilers. Okay, I'm not sure if you saw this headline. Again, think, this isn't this is another news story that popped up. I think, I think I did. Yes, like I think it was enough. directly after that we stopped yes. reporting last. Oh week. yeah, I think you're the one who pointed about. We were like, "Hey, did you see this?" And I was just like, "Yes, I did," and I'm furious. <laughs> I didn't read the articles, but like, oh, I, I skimmed the articles. Um, okay. Mm. Uh, oh, I don't know if I want to bring it. You want to put it in your back pocket? Well, because, like, honestly, it's mostly been resolved. I mean, not so much resolved. There's a statement issued about it. I am just annoyed about the the original story, but it's not. it doesn't seem like it's as relevant anymore. Okay. It's your call, man. Nah, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. But nah. know that I was very unhappy, Ubisoft. I was oh, very yeah. unhappy. I haven't, even got, I haven't got to the point that it would affect me. But I would have been furious, and I, if I ever get there, I will still be furious. Yeah. Uh, look, it, uh, after yeah, we finished recording, and I'm like, yeah, man, cards made me feel like I, I want to give Assassin's Creed Odyssey a go, and then I literally we stopped recording. I saw that article, and I was like, nah. All I can, all I can say <laughs> is like having yeah that whole thing. Not my Cassandra. Yeah. Hashtag not my Cassandra. My Cassandra wouldn't wouldn't go for that. So. Yeah. Um, okay, I do have one other one. Yeah, it's fine. It's a, it's have, a, it's sort of I a have weird... one more, but it's, it's sort of going to be a thing, so. It's a weird little one, and it's, it's more, again, it could be, could be angled as just a headline, or potentially maybe something that one company might move on in the future. Okay. And it is simply that Netflix, as it weighs up all the companies that are a threat to its popularity, mm. it actually scores Fortnite. As its biggest competitor. Whoa. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dope it because I wanna I wanna know more okay. about that. I haven't actually seen this. Okay. So this actually came from an an earnings report that Netflix reported on recently. Okay. I'll just pluck out this quote here. So 
In the US, we earn around 10% of television screen time and less than that of mobile screen time, the letter reads. We earn consumer screen time, both mobile and television, away from a very broad set of competitors. We compete with and lose to Fortnite more than HBO. When YouTube went down globally for a few minutes in October, our viewing, our viewing and signups spiked for that time. There are thousands of competitors in this highly fragmented market vying for, to entertain consumers and low barriers to entry for those with great experiences. So, like, yeah, basically when um, YouTube was down, people couldn't watch Fortnite, I guess. <laughs> right. Okay. That makes That makes sense, actually. Yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't... So, like, I guess they're really just assuming that Fortnite was a big part of YouTube. But it, it honestly, I, I believe them. I see Fortnite everywhere on YouTube. Yep. I see Fortnite everywhere on Facebook. <laughs> because do you know who Fortnite's marketed to predominantly now? Yes. It's marketed yes. to kids. It is. It's... And... But the main reason I find this interesting is because it, it is a good point. Like, and it's yeah. interesting to see um, Netflix go, yeah, like... It isn't even HBO they're that worried about. Yeah. And well, HBO I mean, has Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's it. That's true. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, Maybe Netflix should stop, like, just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. I mean, I kind of see why they're doing that, because... I get it, but, like, it's, it's going to reach a breaking point, right? I mean, since we're talking about Netflix, they did report a 27% increase from their previous year of quarterly revenue so they're doing they're doing good they've also just announced a, a price increase as well oh did they yes i oh. believe I, I well I, I think it was in america i saw kind of funny talking about it and I, i'm assuming it's going to be worldwide so oh boy <laughs> and they just had one recently oh as well yeah um <laughs> okay all right it's it's fine. A, look up I'll, I'll probably keep paying <laughs> yep yep yeah they're still a pretty good library uh, yep. but yeah uh, well, i don't know hey they they are, they are, they are adding the Fast and Furious Seven. Uh, Good <laughs> next week. So I, I I marathon. I may have marathoned all of the Fast and Furious movies last week, but except for that one. So and there's nowhere I I can't rent it anywhere. There was no rent available for it on like YouTube or anything or on Play Store. Oh okay. And then I saw today it's coming to Netflix. I'm like, ah, right, I'm good. Just gotta wait out till February and I'm good. I wonder, Joel, will we see some sort of Netflix Fortnite venture in the future? I don't entirely take that off the table because... Fortnite's... I mean, I think they've been out for a little while, but it still took me by surprise. I was walking through a toy section and just like a bay of Fortnite action figures. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was sort of like... I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that particular thing just snuck up on me, but I was just like, wow. Every second kid that comes into my workplace is wearing some sort of Fortnite, like, merchandise. Not official, I, got, I, I don't think, but, like... I gotta say, it, I feel bad. We didn't even include it in our... Not even, like, our big Battle Royale list last year, which is very ironic, given that it's Fortnite. <laughs> uh, well, look, I mean, say what you will about the game. It's very popular, and I get it, and I get why people like it, but it's just not our jam. And yeah. this, it's our show, so we, I do. We I make, do. We make the rules. I do think it's the best battle royale. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. I uh, think so. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's just so interesting to hear Netflix say that. Yeah, I, wow. yeah like I said, I don't think it's going to be taken off the table because I mean, look, they jumped on Minecraft when they could. 
Yeah, well, that's a good point, actually. So it's, I, I'm don't, sh- I don't doubt it. I'm, I'm sure Epic could be convinced to expand that brand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100%. You just got to wait for the point where the Fortnite bubble is starting to break. And that's when they'll they'll strike. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting twelve months for Fortnite and Epic. Yes, very keeping interesting an eye to see where it. they're going. Mm, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. Well, I've got one last new story. Um, Lay it on me. It's uh, just the we got a Nintendo indie highlights presentation. Oh yeah, yesterday. Wow. And I not see this is the last one. Like. A- I completely forgot you hadn't brought it in yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I'd keep it to last. Um, yeah, so it was just a, a 16-minute presentation. They just got uploaded straight to YouTube. And, I really uh, don't like those. Give us live streams. Yeah, I know. It was just like, I, I was like checking to see where it was, and I'm like, there's nowhere streaming it. Did yeah. I get the day wrong? Am I... Because ba- what happened basically is uh, it ca- it hit 1 a.m. I was like, oh, I'm going to jump on Twitter and tweet. Oh, it's not a live stream. And like basically most of my Twitter was just a thread. I'm just like, here are all the games. I'm like, oh, that's right. People will just, oh, I, mean, it, it, I get it. Like, it's who, it's not a huge deal. It's like, not everything needs to be live streamed. I just love, even if it's yeah. like 15 minutes, like it's 15 minutes of everyone just tweeting along with the video. It's just fun. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it, it, I, I agree 100%. And like, our group chat's always just like, oh my God, did you see that? And yeah, it didn't happen for this one really. But, um, but having said that, uh, there were nine games showcased, uh, and I thought we might run through them all, and, you know, we'll stop when we come to ones that are interesting. Um, starting off with one that I think someone's going to find very interesting. Uh, I, have, War- I, may own, I have investment in this game. <laughs> uh, Wargroove. Got a release yes. date. Yes. Um, and a sweet trailer uh, as well. Cinematic trailer. The um the the indies highlight video showed a bit more of the gameplay, which just looks so good. It does look cool, and I like the yeah. fact that it's got its um, it's got a like map creator, campaign creator, and a cutscene creator. <laughs> yeah, like if you're making a campaign, you're gonna want those cutscenes, man. Yeah, like that's those text boxes important. I can't think of anything where I've seen like. Mario Maker maybe had, like, a way that you could do, like, scripted moments. Yeah, you could do, like, sound effects and stuff as well. Yeah, but, like, I, I'm curious to see how the cutscenes are, like... I know it's a weird thing to pull from I all mean, of the cool things that are uh, said about this game, but, yeah. I figure you'll just sort of, like, you'll have a couple of different character model like sprites to use like diff- different like facial expressions and then you'll just enter the text in is how i assume it'll go down but yeah it is just a little thing that sort of like if you're going to include a campaign editor then yeah like campaigns have cutscenes and yeah this incredible foresight by chucklefish and yeah absolutely um but yeah, I, I'm I might check this out at some so point. So jazzed on it, Feb first can't get here quick enough. <laughs> yeah, I know you're very excited for it. Um, uh, I look forward to hearing your impressions of it when it finally releases. I'm looking uh, forward to those first. perfect reviews for my fantasy critic league team. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, that, yeah, I was like, why do you have investment? In- oh, that's right. Let's yeah. go, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Give me those points. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the next one I got on the list is uh. We got a new entry in the Steam World franchise, and normally I'd be very excited for it, but I'm like a little 
underwhelmed by this one. Uh, it's called SteamWorld Quest Hand of Gilgamesh. Um, Joel, how does it play? Uh, it is a card battler. Yes, it is. So, I mean, look, I'm not completely out because I, I'm pretty open to that kind of stuff, but... He, yeah. So here's the thing. It's... I've heard the comparison being thrown around that, like... I mean, I didn't assume it would be, like, uh, Hearthstone and stuff like that. It is more akin to... Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to get the pronunciation right here, but an old GameCube series that I'm familiar with and uh, called Baton Katos, I think it was. Okay. It was sort of like a, a card battle RPG system, which I mean, probably also like Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, Chain of Memories? Yeah, it was Chain of Memories. It's Chain of Memories, yeah. Yeah. So, look, I actually kind of liked Baton Katos, but... I wasn't into Chain of Memories. So, like, I'm not necessarily all out, but it was sort of a... At least they're doing something different. Like, I do appreciate the Steam World games. We've had two mainline ones. Then we had Heist, which was, like, you know, turn-based strategy sort of stuff. And now this one's, like, a card RPG game. So, you know, good on them for mixing things up. The cool thing is that Image and Form games do try and put their own spin on those genres when they tackle them. So... Yeah, I'm not completely out, but there are other things that got announced in here that I'm more excited for. And, and look, if way. nothing else, like, man, the game, like, that, their art style still looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And their writing's always so hilarious. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. it's going it, to, it'll be a fun game if you're into that kind of thing. And I'll keep it on my radar, but um, I'm not as excited about it as, say, the next game I've got on the list here, which is CrossCode. CrossCode's a game I knew nothing about going into this indie highlight video. Right. Um, I, I kept meaning to share, like, like show this to you because... And yet you didn't. I didn't because I'm a jerk and I'm a bad you friend. You are a jerk but, because this game looks great. Yeah. So CrossCode's been out on PC for a little while now and I've been eyeing it off for ages. Um, it is a 2D action RPG. Um, basically, uh, I think before we started recording tonight, I described it to you as what if Chrono Trigger, a game looked like Chrono Trigger but played like an action RPG. Yes. <laughs> um, and I was like... Yes, give me that. Um, and also that the storyline of it as well, it's about it's set in like a, a um, an MMO, uh, like a future world MMO. Um, and it's apparently Crossworld, which is the, the MMO in the game, uh, takes place in the real world with players controlling avatars to play. Um, so yeah, it's this sort of like, kind of got like a Sword Art Online yeah, vibe going got, for yeah, it. Hitting those, hitting those Sword Art um, notes. Yeah, um, and the, the the combat, like the, the trailer, looks super tight, um, and a yeah. lot of people, who, like the people who've played it on PC, uh, have been raving about it as like this really solid indie game. Um, I was looking for like new PC games, and I was looking through like best PC games of the year for last year to find stuff to play. And some, but a lot of people were like cross code, cross code, cross code, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, ah, man. Wish this game was on the Switch. And now it's coming to the Switch later this year. Uh, your your wish has been granted. Yes. Uh, and it's going to have exclusive content in it as well. I don't know what that is. I didn't really mention it. But it's going to have extra stuff. Um, But yeah, I'll, I will definitely be playing that one. That's that's a, that's a, that's a lock for me. Um, I wonder if I can put that on my list. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it came out last year. It did come out last year. Yeah, it came out last year. Anyway. Uh, all right. The, the next game on the list was Double Kick Heroes. Uh, 
Again, Joel, I'm very excited for this. As soon as this trailer started playing, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this this is absolutely for Joel. This game was, the developer may as well just like gift wrapped it, gift, gift wrap it and give it to you because it's for you. Yeah, I'm just going to read, I'm just going to read like what on the IGN article here, what they've written about it. So it says, Double Kick Heroes, a metal rhythm shooter set in, a, in an apocalyptic world, allows players to lead a band through a wasteland on their Gundalak. Join Lincoln, Snake, Derek, Randy, and James through over 30 songs, including licensed tracks by such artists as Gojira. Um, yeah, there's a pun related to guns in there. It's a rhythm game. It's got a really great art style. Uh, it's fucking over the top as all heck. And it's got a whole bunch of metal. Uh, and the fact that the, the genre that has been coined as metal rhythm shooter is my favorite thing ever. I need more metal rhythm shooters in my life. So you heard the man. Yeah, get get on that. Chop, chop. Uh, yeah, it's uh, coming first to Nintendo Switch. Uh, I think it said it said summer, which means winter for us. Yeah, so middle of the year. Probably um, E3 shadow drop. Oh man, fucking that would be the best shadow drop. That's <laughs> the perfect shadow drop. Oh god. Um. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Uh, speaking of shadow drops, when ski lifts go wrong, got shadow dropped uh, during the the uh, the little video as well. It, it was like a doubt now. Um, it's like a bridge constructor game. I was gonna say it reminded me of Bridge Constructor. Yeah, is it um, by a, is it a different dev team? I guess it is. I actually don't know. I don't have any information about the dev team here, but um, um, look, it looks fun. The thing about that that interests me is the fact that like there are parts where you can control the actual like vehicles being used so you can control the skiers or you can control like the snow bikes or um and and like normal bikes and whatnot through the level i like that that's the thing that made me go oh maybe but <clears throat> not for me not my type of game uh yeah not not really a game i'll be checking out probably unfortunately yeah i might knock out the other shadow drops right now as well because uh goat simulator the goatee got shadow dropped it's Goat Simulator with all the DLC, whatever. Put on a Switch. Put on the Switch. That's fine, whatever. I've never really... I've tried... I played a little bit of... played like 20 minutes of the first one, and I was like, ha I'm done. Yeah, for me, like, yeah, I was sort of the same. I was like, I booted up Goat Simulator on PC, and it was fun. It was stupid, but it was fun. And then they did all these expansions... And I sort of wondered if the joke had gone too far. But, I mean, apparently if it, there must be some sort of demand if they're willing to spend the money and putting a Switch version out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they kept making those DLCs. Like, I do appreciate the name. Yeah, the goatee. So, it's yeah, it's, it's G-O-A-T-Y. So, greatest of all time, but great game of the that. year. That, it's, a, <laughs> it's a good pun. And that, that, if nothing else, they are very good at that. Um because they've got Goat Z, it's basically their, Goat their MMO business Simulator, model. yeah, it's Goat like, Simulator can, Payday. What can we pun around? Because make that a Goat a Goat Simulator expansion. Go. Yeah, <laughs> basically. But that, that's out now. If you want to live out your life as a goat and ragdoll through and various doing, just scenarios, doing goat things. Yeah, just doing goat things like bouncing on a trampoline and yep. blowing up uh, stuff. Using yeah. your really long tongue to just stick to people. It's fun. It'd be fun. A fun game to sit down and play in a room with friends like oh, yeah, and sort of sure. taking turns like get just a drink and play goat simulator i think it's got co-op now as well hey, actually uh, Joel. yo 
when are we going to get Amazing Frog on Switch? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. That'll be a day one purchase if we get Amazing Frog. <laughs> I know it's the same thing, but there's something it about Amazing Frog that makes me so happy. Because it's Amazing Frog and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it just reminds me of all the, 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 the videos I've watched in it. It's the Game Grumps video. You can say it. It's that one. Yeah, That's the one yeah, I think of. Um, and, and the last Shadow Drop, there were three Shadow Drops throughout the... Uh, uh, the, the little presentation. Uh, this one's called Unruly Heroes. Um, I kind of tuned out at <laughs> this one. Um, it's it's like a platformer. It has an art style very similar to like the Rayman games, like the last couple That's of Rayman what I games. Thought as well, it looked a lot like the Rayman games, like the uh, like Legends and Origins. Mm. Um, yeah, so you can take control of Wukong, the Monkey King, Sanzang, the Sleep Sleepy Monk. Ki Hong, the greedy pig, Sand Monk, the sensitive brute. Um, and they are out searching for the sacred scroll. It's got co-op as well. Uh, you can play solo. There's PvP modes apparently as well. Um, but yeah, it's something to do with the Legend of the Monkey King. It looks okay. It wasn't enough for me to go, oh, I'll, I'll pick up my Switch and buy that right now. So it'll probably just fall by the wayside for me. But um, Yeah, look, art style looked good, but yeah, I'm... Depending on what the release schedules are like around that time, who knows? But not really on my radar at the moment. Yeah. Um. So that were the, the, all the uh, the shadow drops. But um, just quickly through the rest of the the other, I think there was two more. Yeah, two more games. Um, and I'm actually kind of interested in both of them. Uh, one was called Forager, uh, which is coming soon at some point. Uh, this was a game that was made for in two weeks for a, a Game Maker Studio jam. Um, and it is very simplistic in, in its visuals and whatnot. Uh, but it basically, the, the, the way that the, the developer describes it is uh, The Legend of Zelda meets Stardew Valley and Terraria. Um, I kind of, I this is a good Switch game that I would l- I just sit on the couch and chip away at when I don't really know what I want to play. Um, this seems like a good game for that. And I'm definitely keen at checking it out uh, when it does come. I, if it had shadow dropped, I probably would have picked it up. Let's put it that way. Oh, wow. Okay. That's uh, something. Like, I legitimately was waiting for it to be, to be like, and it's out now. And I would have been like, oh, I'll go see how much it is at the very least. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's going to be my, my most anticipated game of the oh, year, yeah, yeah, but no. I'm keeping an eye on it for sure. Yeah. Uh, it didn't really grab me. But... Yeah, fair enough. Totally I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on when it comes out because, like, th- that combination of games sounds fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, just watching it play it was sort of like, eh, I'm good right now. It's very simplistic, and uh, again, I didn't actually realize it was made for a game maker studio jam. So that's kind yeah, of that's neat. very cool. Um, I like it when games actually get fully released after they've been made in like a like oh, a jam. You, you say that. Oh, okay. When it, when when they're in a jam, I was gonna say there's a lot of games that you can clearly tell sort of come from RPG Maker, and you're like, oh, yeah, nah. look, not great. But like we're, we're coming from like a, you know a, a time where they're like, ah, oh, we made this in two weeks. Actually, this is pretty cool. Let's make this a whole thing, um, which is kind of I guess the whole point of a jam in the first place. So, um, yeah. And the final game that uh, they they talked about was a game called Inmost. Um, so an atmospheric story-driven platformer with three playable characters uh, as they explore an old abandoned castle. Um, and it's basically like three inter- interwoven stories. Um, I really like the art style of this. I like the creepy tone of it all. Um, 
I have a sneaking feeling this could be like one of the indie sleeper hits of the year. I don't know why. I just get this vibe from the trailer that it looks like a very polished game. Um, Watching it, it sort of ticks some of the boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Again, this one is actually on my radar, but I need to see a bit more before I, yeah. before I commit to it. But like, it definitely looks interesting. At a certain point, you do wonder if you're going to get sick of seeing all these like sprite-based pixel sort of games, but I haven't yet. Do you know what it kind of looks like? It looks like if they took the color palette of Hollow Knight and mashed it into Celeste. Yeah. I, honestly, like, like when, when he sat on a bench, I was like, oh yeah, I played Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's It's got all those, like you said, ticking all the boxes, but... Um, Just because if it comes together. Exactly. And if it, like, the story seems like it has the potential to be something interesting. So that's why I'm like, all right, I'll keep an eye out for that one. I'm open to it. Exactly. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if you, the listener, or you, Kyron, may know this about me. I am sort of uh, impartial to a, a, an indie game or two. So Really, Joel? I know, shot. right? It's not, it's not common knowledge. but Unheard um, of. Yeah, it's definitely not common knowledge. I definitely wasn't excited. I definitely wasn't excited by the the prospect of like an indie showcase video being released, pretty much on my birthday. Um, I, I am curious to see because, like, I think in the part, I mean, it's not always going to repeat, obviously. But typically, I thought that you sometimes America would have one not too long after. Yeah, so, but I mean, I guess like the million dollar question right now is where is that direct? So it's not coming. They're, they're throwing. They, they're thro- they know people are under the schedule now, so they're throwing that schedule at the yeah, window. But yeah, people figured it out. I mean, like, oh yeah, you know what? Well, here's a bunch of release dates on Twitter. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Um, but yeah, that was the uh, the 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 indie uh, showcase that they popped up on YouTube last night, um, or last night for us anyway. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty good little tight little package there. Yeah, like there were some games I would have liked to have seen. I had, I was crossing my fingers for Untitled Goose Game, but alas, didn't show. Yeah, I thought I honestly thought um, the Shovel Knight King of Cards would have been there. They might be. I, you know what, Joel? And I, I hate. I don't. I don't like doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't like saying this, but I feel like they're like direct material. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And like. You could say Wargroove is as well, but it's coming out next week, so but this, was, Wargroove's this was really got, its, its chance. Wargroove's got... It doesn't, I'm not saying it's in a bad way, but it's got a lot to prove like to the the, the masses, essentially. I think the yeah. people who know what Wargroove is and have seen Wargroove are singing high praises of Wargroove. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm confident that when the Direct happens, Wargroove will show up in some way. Yeah. I like agree. they'll do like a, a a sizzle reel of, and here's some indie games that came out earlier this year that you should play, and Wargroove will be there, if only because I think Nintendo, maybe in some ways recognizes that yeah, look, we're not making any Advance Wars games, but this is practically one. Yeah, this is pretty much Advance Wars. Yeah, um, but I yeah, that's all. I want that direct. Yeah, I want it as well. I'm itching for it. I need it. <laughs> It's like scratching your arms like a oh, like a boy. like an addict. Oh boy, Joel! After, anyway. after after Yoshi, like we got nothing. We got, we have no idea what the other Nintendo games are this year, and that's, <sighs> that's such true. a weird place to be in. I need sure, more. it's gonna be it's gonna be in the next week or two. I don't know. At this point, they've got like as Yoshi's 
April or March? It's one of those two. Yep. So they've got time before that comes out. Not and much like, time, though. There's there's also a bunch of like ports to pad it out. Like, all those Final Fantasies are coming out. Dragon's Dogma is coming out. So they've got games coming, but I just I need to know more, Nintendo. Yep. yep. I'm itching but, for it. But for now, we'll have to settle. We've got to have our direct soon for the Piranha Plant. Yeah, don't forget do. to redeem your codes. <laughs> yes, don't. Definitely don't do that. I've done mine. So, um, But yeah, for now, we'll have to settle for some plucky little uh, uh, indie games to tide us over. And I'm okay with that, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, that's all i got for news stories this week, Karen. Yeah, that, that probably does us for Dope on Oak, then. Tapped. Love it. Well, that's almost our show for this week. But before we head on off uh, into the week ahead, I think it's time... We kicked it into the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is, of course, our question and answer segment of the show where we uh, take any questions, comments, queries, concerns uh, from you, the listener, and we discuss them on the show. We've got a couple of really good ones this week, actually. I mean, we always do, to be fair. Uh, they're always good, good quality questions, but... Um, yeah, this week we've got a couple of uh, interesting ones uh, from from left field, which is great. So, let's kick it off with our a good friend from the USA, Mr. Gary Foster. He asks us this week, if you could visit any studio or publishing company, which one would it be and why? Um, ooh, I had an answer and now I've completely forgotten. Oh, really? Yeah, actually, no, that's it. I, man, wherever Kojima Productions is located right now, Oh yeah, cool. so want to want to get behind the scenes on Death Stranding. Oh yeah, and also just to hang out with Kojima. Kojima seems like the coolest dude to hang out with. Oh fuck yeah! And who knows, like who knows could, who could be there at the studio while you're <laughs> That's there? That's also a very good point. <laughs> fucking anyone else could be there. Mads Mikkelsen could be there. Fucking Sam Lake could be there. Norman who Reeves knows? could be. Norman Reeves Norman. probably is there. I assume he has like a room at the Kojima oh, yeah. Productions office. He just he just it's stays wicked. sometimes. It's where Kojima keeps him. That's, <laughs> hey, he no, like okay, occasionally he has to go and shoot Walking Dead, so he can't stay there all the time. Oh, he lets him out. Absolutely. But oh, that's good. That's, that's the like, same thing. You know. Joel, he, honestly, he, it sounds like you've already been to Kojima Productions. <laughs> nah, no, nah, not insider even. scoops. <laughs> nah, I, I definitely haven't seen Death Stranding at all. Um, you were speaking pretty confidently about it earlier. I, it's all starting to fall into place. Karen, shut up. Shut up. Where would you go? um i mean i mean there's so many really when i think about it but the the one that's closest nearest and dearest to my heart and it's just because of the mystery it's been surrounding them since gosh when did the studio is obviously retro studios but when did tropical freeze originally come out because honestly since then they've just been silent yeah. Uh, so Tropical Freeze originally released 2014. Right. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. That's, um... So... That's five years. Yeah. And they, they did, like, report, but you have to want... Like, I just... I would love to just be a fly in the wall over there and see what's happening. Because obviously there was all those rumors about Star Fox, GP. I still believe. You still believe? I... I still believe. I'll believe with you, Joel. Mostly yep. because I think the idea sounds just the best. That's what, I just wanted to exist because I want to yeah. see it. Yeah, exactly. I want to see what that looks like. Uh, so that's that's probably my my main answer, just because yeah, yeah, just curious about because 
I'm not, I don't want to say I'm worried about retro, but the studio has changed a bit. They've definitely like rotated out some staff. Obviously, a lot yep. of the, the key prime team. I forget the name of the studio they joined. Shit, it was the one that made Recore with um. Oh yeah, with, with Concept. Uh, what's the name of the studio? Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head as well. Let's see if it can beat Google. It starts. Oh god, it's just it's when I see it, it's gonna be like, of course. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those ones. Armature like Studios. That's right. Armature. Yes. So yeah, Armature is where I think not not all obviously of the Prime team is, but there's definitely a, a good chunk of them there. Because I, geez, I remember that record trailer. Like it was led into with the Inafune name drop and the careers yeah. of Metroid Prime. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. The game like, itself was pretty average, but like, hey. <laughs> well, what's what's with Microsoft buying? companies that like or like ex team members from nintendo properties and then just crushing them into the dirt hey, i mean to be fair they don't own armature i think they just licensed them because uh they, they made a couple other games like, again i, I thought they were one of the ones they purchased anyway i, I i'm probably wrong 100 percent wrong I, th- I don't think they're technically owned by anyone mm, yeah they Oh boy, they haven't, they haven't got a great track record though. <laughs> uh, so they, did, they did do the PS4 port of the, the Handsome Collection. Oh, hey, Lens, that's a good. That's and a the good. PS4 port of Unfinished Swan. Yep. Uh, good. They did Recall. They yep. made Dead Star, which is ironically now dead. <laughs> oh yeah, that that yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's, this is a, this is a tangent. Uh, another studio, yep. I guess, if I could pick. And for, it's similar to, to getting to hang out with Kojima. My answer would probably be uh, from software. Just to talk yeah. to Miyazaki. Yep. To get inside no, that man's one. head. I, I don't think... I think you'd go into that conversation and come out the other side still not having any more of a clear idea about how he operates. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He, he seems like a very, very, very uh, cryptic person. Yeah. You've only got to look at his... Um, he's truck record yeah Mm. um but yeah i guess those are the two main ones but again like if i could i'd visit so many so many um i'd I'd probably chuck naughty dog in there as well yeah that'd be cool seeing what seeing what they're up to like getting Mm. an early look at like the last of us part two yeah yeah and whatever uncharted spinoff is coming up next just to shake neil Druckmann's hand like and look at his magnificent beard in the flesh um it almost feels like cheating to say if you wanted to really cheat you'd just say nintendo like the e- that was like EAD because Mario, Zelda, all those games. Like, well, that's it. Like, I mean, that 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 goes without saying. I was gonna actually bring that up. I was like, we clearly would go to Nintendo if yeah, we go, could. Go We'd hang be out like with EAD and see what what many projects they're working on. Yeah, it it'd be like um it'd be like you know that scene in The Simpsons where Homer has a dream about being in like the Candy Land. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it would be like. It's just like skipping through and like just high-fiving people and then like shiggy like sticks his head out a window and gives you a thumbs up <laughs> like the slow thumbs up as well like shake yeah. hands with like Ainuma. yes uh reggie's there for some reason just because why not bill trinan's there oh man god now i want this to happen oh one day i'm sorry coming. to say that it isn't at least not anytime soon like hey it's not impossible hey <laughs> anything don't let, don't let your dreams be dreams just do it <laughs> just believe um but yeah 
I, you're right though. There's a lot of places where it's just like, oh yeah, and that place, oh and that place, oh and that place. Like Rockstar, just for oh, man. just for curiosity's sake. Rockstar. I feel like Red Dead Redemption Two, if nothing else, of the development development of that game will be a landmark because we got to sort of peek behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, generally, Rockstar is just like, nope. Yep. But we heard a bit about the development stuff, obviously because of all the the crunch talk and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it would be still be very interesting to see what what it's like at Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good. That's um, a good point. That's a good a good pick. Yeah, just out of curiosity, just be like, ah, oh, huh? Well, there you go. Now I know what it's like just to spend a week there. Um, and even somewhere like Blizzard as well, that'd be interesting. Uh, just just for the legacy um, of of their properties, and just to see like, because from what I've seen of what like Blizzard HQ looks like, it's it's like part museum, part office, um, just with like giant sculptures and statues in the in the gardens, like leading up to the offices and things like that. And I'm like, that's cool. That'd be awesome just to yeah, see that. Absolutely. Mm. But uh, yeah, is there anywhere else you can uh, you can throw out there? Not off the top of my head. I think I've picked all the obvious picks. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but thank you, Gary, for your question. We uh, we appreciate your contribution to the show. And we very, very, very much, uh, yeah, we love it. It was good. It was a great question. Um, just for us to sort of fantasize a little bit about, you know, what, what if? if? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and finally this week, a question from the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick, uh, designer of all our graphic design work and uh, countless pieces of artwork for us uh, in our own personal life and to do with the show and just a genuinely awesome person and a really good friend of both of ours. Um, got to play D&D with him again last Sunday, which was good. Got to hang out with him for the day, which is great. Um, it's always a good time when I get to hang out with Sean. But Sean asks us this week, what would the game need to include for either of you to be fucking crazy excited for the latest FIFA? <laughs> Boy, that's actually a good question. It's a really good question. Um, It reminds me... I, I, this isn't my answer, but it reminds me of a similar question or like scenario that was brought up on the Easy Allies. Um, I think was it was it was it their live stream? I think I can't remember it's, what it was. There's been so many now, but it could it could have happened anywhere. I think it was on their personal picks live stream. Um, oh, okay. I think, and they were talking about um, baseball. And how? Oh, like, actually, yeah, that's a good point. I think yeah, I think Kyle, it was that one. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Bosman d- doesn't see the point of baseball, and he thinks it's going to be a non-sport eventually. Um, and Huber <laughs> was not, yeah, yeah Huber was not having it. Um, and 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 Kyle goes on to explain that uh, for him to be excited about the the next like MLB the show uh, baseball game, there'd have to be like a separate mode that was like a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, where where all all the humans left do it, it's it all revolves around baseball, and it's like this weird story campaign. Um, so kind of that, yeah. Like let's let's do that, and let's take that idea and throw it together with um an idea that sort of gave us I guess a game I never played. I think you may have played it. It was a golf game because I mean golf isn't the thing I care about, yep. but they did make one hundred foot robot golf. I did play that game, yes. So if we could just get, like, mecha soccer, like, I'd be down for that. Oh, that's it, Kyron. That's the answer. That's it. It's Pack mecha, it up. Mecha soccer. Let's go. That's, 
fucking like three v three mecha soccer. I'm oh man, fuck, that's awesome. That's and the like best every, answer. Like you score a goal and it does damage to like the other team's home base or something oh, like that. Oh yes. It does like the explodey thing, like in Rocket League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you're like it's, close it's to it, it damage. actually does damage. Yeah. Uh, or or it like if you get a goal, it actually like takes. Um, instead of getting a point, it takes uh, your your goalkeeper takes damage. And oh, then yeah. when the goalkeeper's down to zero, that means the other team wins. And just so we're clear, like I want to be very clear here. Um, I wanted to be FIFA players in the mechs. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, it, yeah, like they're they're. Oh man, oh god, this is the best. And they have like there's like a there's like full anime cutscenes, like fully yes. voice acted by them, like terrible bo- voice acting by the actual players. And it's like super anime, and that, pro- oh, that game man. probably exists. <laughs> it probably does, and if it doesn't, someone should get on that. And if it if if you're out there listening to this and you do decide to do that game. Can we get a cut? <laughs> like, or at least let us know so we can play it. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually, I, yeah, you know, can we get a code for it at least? Um, uh, what else? What else? Um, trying to think. Uh, I would just, yeah, I would just want them to go crazy. More than anything, like, I don't know what exactly that means, but just something so left field that you're like, how is this a FIFA game? What if they did, like, a, a party mode? Like, so it had, like, different modifiers to the game. This is like this could actually legitimately be a, a thing that FIFA could add in, where it's like, I don't know, you said it so it's like every thirty seconds something different happens to the the, the game where like, I will have the, to request multi ball. Well, yeah, multi ball, absolutely, <laughs> or, or like the screen flips upside down. So or <laughs> there we go, that's it. FIFA with assist trophies. Oh my, FIFA, yeah, FIFA Smash Bros. Mario Strikers. Yep. Yes, there we go. Yep. How have we not gotten another Mario Strikers game? It's I know, honestly, right? it's an insult. It's really yeah. It's it's quite it's frankly not good enough. It's quite it's not good enough. Make it right, Nintendo. <laughs> Mario Strikers sequel. Let's go. Come on, get it out there. Um. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, but yeah, like I, I legitimately think having like a a weird, almost like, like the party golf or party I was crushes. Say, yeah. Like those ones from oh, what's, what's this? Is it uh, Giant Margarita? Margarita, yeah, mm, yeah. From yeah. those guys, that would be a fun way to sort of just mix up FIFA and just again, just go wild. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because you know what? That would get that would probably get people like us sort of looking at FIFA and going, I mean, f- why not? Like, it'd be fun to play if you had if you had like a regular games night at your house every every like month or so where you you got together and played party games and stuff like that but you never played fifa or anything like that that would be something you would add to your your stable um yeah that'd be really i think that'd be kind of fun having like a a weird party mode uh where like different modifiers you could turn on um you could do i don't know add in like weird pitches like different um like different grounds that you play on you can have like one on the moon or something with like low gravity, or you could have, I don't know, I'm tapped for other ideas, like on the top of a mountain. <laughs> I don't know. Something, something, just weird places that you yeah, can play yeah, soccer. Yeah, for sure. Because like we've seen that, I, I think like a lot of the basketball games have done that. Um, and I know it's probably because there's a legacy of that from, from way back when with things like NBA Jam, uh, which is a fucking great game. Love NBA Jam. Don't understand basketball all that much myself. I don't 
follow it or anything like that. I'm sorry if you do. I'm I, all power to you. It's something that I, <laughs> I just I I've never really like got into. But for some reason, NBA Jam just like clicked with me. It was just so much fun and it was so ridiculous. And even the remake was really good. I quite liked that. Uh, and then we're seeing that sort of carry through now with um, NBA Playgrounds, like 2K Playgrounds. Um, those games seem to be doing pretty well. Yeah. As like, as like a, a nice like palette cleanser in between like the, the mainline 2K games. Um, so yeah, if FIFA did something like that and had like a weird party mode spinoff that was part of it, they've done the story mode thing. Why not try something else like that? Um, and it's also going to keep it, 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 from a, from a you know because it's EA after all. But like from a pure like business point of view, it's guaranteed longevity to your game because people are going to keep playing it. You could release new content for it, and it could, because EA, you could charge for it. Um, and yeah, I I, I I I don't know. I just think that'd be a really fun idea. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah. Just let's just let's. Ha- Party soccer. Yeah, party soccer. Let's do it. Giant margarita, get on that. Party soccer, that's your next one. Party soccer. Party soccer. I look, yes. Yes, please. Um but also Mex. Like I'm just party coming back to that with, idea. With Mex. Yes. Yeah. The story mode is now like Mech Soccer and then there's party mode. And also there's FIFA in there as well. Sure. But <laughs> look, uh, that's, look that's when that's when nintendo stings you with uh, not nintendo uh, ea stings you for microtransactions oh yeah because ultimate team's still there yeah oh yeah but ultimate team with mechs with there's like mech ultimate, cards ultimate you can get. <laughs> yeah, they took on my language yeah let's all right i can get behind that um could you think of anything else crazy to put in there uh look not really like i it just has to be weird has to be yep. weird like yeah, going going full party with it, going full like weird mecha anime with FIFA, with actual FIFA players. I cannot emphasize that enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like is it is Christian having, Ronaldo like, still a player? Like, I think when they score goals, like have like cockpit cam in the bottom left corner or something. Oh, <laughs> and there's dances for the mechs. There's like emotes. Sure, let's go. Let's go because because celebrating when you when you get a goal in soccer, that's like a thing. It's like mm-hmm. a touchdown in in, yeah. in in like NFL. Like, yeah. You put your fucking floss dance in there, you put the well, you can't put Carlton's dance in there from Fresh Prince because you'll probably get sued for it. But Yo, he will come for you. Yeah. Actually and Floss Kid will probably come for you as well, so we can't. Everyone put that will in come there. for you. Yeah. Make I new know. dances, Make, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So come up with something what's the next the next meme? I don't know. Who knows? Mm, who knows? <laughs> I'm too old for this. <laughs> um, I can't keep up. Yeah, I'm, I'm too old. I've hit. I've hit old man status now. I'm like ah, kids with their yeets and their flossing and yeah, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, Joel, stop, stop. <laughs> and I still work with young people. Like I, I, and that makes me sound weird, but like I, I work with people who are up like quite a bit younger than me. Um, and probably like understand early, a lot of that stuff. Early twenties. So that's uh, it's keeping me connected to all that. I'm, I'm sort of. Slightly kept in the loop. I don't understand some of the things, though. <laughs> God, we're old. Um, <laughs> Stop this. All right. Final final thing, I reckon. Um, they keep the story mode, but they yep. get someone weird to direct it. They someone get like weird to direct it. I don't know. Get David Lynch to direct it. Jesus. You aren't Fucking... ready for that FIFA game. Yeah, no one is. But no one's ready for that story mode. I'll tell you what. 
Fucking, I'd be curious. He'll he'll make a game and then he'll leave it for twenty five years and do a set do a sequel. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And 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 it'll it'll raise more questions and give answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like have someone weird, like some some weird author director. Because I remember there was again. This is my all my knowledge. This is all the knowledge I have of like sports games um, from the past. But there was a I think there was an NBA two K game that was like the story mode was directed by like spike lee um oh that does sound familiar actually yeah and i think like jay-z did the music for it like they could be two different ones but um yeah i remember that being a big deal and it was not great but (laughs) um but yeah just getting someone weird into direct the or come up with the idea and and like spearhead the, the story mode um because they've sort of proven that they can do story mode. So, again, why not get weird with it? Um, maybe not David Lynch weird. Let's, that was, <laughs> I was going to extremes there. But um, who would you get? Who could you get? Kojima, man. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. I was thinking of like other like film directors and stuff you could get in there. That would be That would be interesting to see what they do. Edgar Wright. Let's get him to do it. He's English, so he probably follows soccer. That's very, 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 very... I'm uh, pigeonholing him there. Um, I don't mean to. <laughs> but, but yeah, that'd be cool, you know. And that could link into, like, the mech thing, because it'd be, like, super weird and fun and it'd be all, like, Scott Pilgrim. Joel, what is this rabbit hole you've... you've, you've I don't know, I don't know. Where are we going? We, What's next? I, I don't know. I think we need to stop because otherwise I'm gonna. I'm just going to keep falling and just. I'm never going to cl- be able to claw my way back out of this. <laughs> um, oh, God. Anyway, thank you very much, Sean, for your wonderful, wonderful question. Even if it did sort of send me down a... I went a lot of places in the last 10 minutes. I hope, I hope Sean's looking forward to the really crazy FIFA game that we're predicting. Yeah, yeah. I am... Um, you know, I'm, I'm also. Tweets. I also hope that you are uh, you enjoyed like my borderline midlife crisis that I had in there. Like it was a mix, it was a mix, it was a mixed bag of everything. It was yeah, some rambling thoughts of a of a, of a mildly tired idiot. Um, but anyway, thank you very much, Sean. We love you and we love uh, your support of the show, and you're just a wonderful person. Um, he is. He absolutely is. Just yeah, just consistently knocking it out of the park with like exciting questions with this. Like pretty much week for week um so yeah thank you very much but karen i reckon that is about it i reckon that's that's an episode you've called you're calling it you're you're sticking a knife in it i think so yeah definitely wrap her up all right then once again thank you for listening to this week's episode of the dialogue options podcast we do appreciate it if you've reached this point in the episode because you've listened to us ramble on for hours although i think we've actually been pretty tight this week although now I've said that, watch the edit come out and then Joel will be like, oh, you were way off the mark there, man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as always, if you would like to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where we are just dialogue options. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX, where recently, Joel, I've been tweeting. Uh, let's have a look. Just, I think it's been, it's been a lot of Dragon Ball. Really feeling yep. the Dragon Ball hype. With, Getting um, the hype there. I like it. And just just processing Kingdom Hearts 3 being so close. Oh my god, Kyron. Let's don't. We can't. 
Okay, you okay. can't do my, it. My real answer then is uh, last week, and I knew I knew it was coming. I'd been ready. They'd announced it was going to be happening on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Last week, first for figures showed their Meta Ridley statue, <laughs> and holy balls! It's amazing. It's huge. Yeah, it's fucking ginormous. And honestly, I like I'm I'm probably not going to get it, but I was looking at it. The cost is pretty reasonable. The issue is making room for it. Karen, that sounds like a justification. I it does and I'm not going to do it, but like I don't I think, know. I I think, I think all up with shipping the, the statues like a thousand, but you can do it like first of figures have a pretty good payment plan system where you pay it off because obviously it's up for pre-order, but it's not going to be ready probably until like next year. So they basically See, give you the year to pay it. Like, don't, don't. This is sounding. Everyone out there, please tweet at Kyron don't and tell him to it, buy right? it. Just tweet pictures of it. Find Stop. it online. Look, find the Meta Ridley like statue from First Four Figures oh, and just man. tweet it at Kyron. Just we we do it. Honestly, caps. do it just to look at the statue. It looks cool. well that too. But then also forward that on to Kyron <laughs> with the message of do it. Do it, you coward. Just do it, you coward. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I've been tweeting about. What about you, Joel? Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Mac. where, um, yeah, I was tweeting about my week. Um, Sounds like it's been my... a good week for you. It has been a pretty damn good week for me. Uh, yeah, uh, the last thing I tweeted was, uh, was a retweet from uh, Ray Johnson um, saying a, a, a controversial opinion. Character creation is my least favorite part of an RPG. I don't have the patience. Give me the presets. And I said, I 100% agree. Ah um, oh, man, I just it varies for me. There are RPGs where I won't bother, but if yeah. it's an RPG where I really, really want to get into the story, uh, then yeah, I absolutely just lose time on that character creator. Yeah, like I always start out, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna make it look like me, and I'm gonna have fun with this, and then ah, oh, I can't be fun. The, the only issue really comes to like some games, it just it's bad. I had a custom character for like I think Mass Effect Two. Oh yeah. Oh boy! Once when three came out, because I played as a boring old dude ship, man. Yeah. When three came out, I changed to I made a I used default fem ship. Good choice. Again, it's it's little things, but I guess it's because they've made that model. Just a lot of the animations are better and smoother and more believable. Whereas when they do their best they can to account for the amount of variables in the custom characters, but sometimes it's just like, oh, that probably would have looked better with the default character. But boy, yeah. Dark Souls, the From Software games, I just go <laughs> wild in that character creator. That's true, actually. Like, but I, that's, that's an instance where I just want to go random um, and just go all wild. Um, but having said that, the the one thing that I can take away from like having character creators in games is it because of that, we get the series of Monster Factory by Justin and Griffin McElroy, which is one of the funniest series, like um, um, online web series that I've ever watched. Um, I recently went back because they, they recently just put up a new episode, uh, two new episodes. Uh, they did Soul Calibur 6 recently. And I ended up going back and watching a whole bunch of the old ones because holy shit, they consistently make me laugh out loud. Um, particularly just... Watch the Boy Mayor of Second Life, and then watch the series they did, which is like three episodes of um, Second Life, Second Chances. It, some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's just them in Second Life with this ridiculous character that they've created, um, who wants to be the Boy Mayor of Second Life, and it's just so funny. 
Um, it's so dumb, but yeah, that's that's why we, I'm glad we have character creators because I get to see the McElroys completely fuck with them. No <laughs> middle sliders is there is there one of their their rules. So it's either one or the other. <laughs> no middle sliders. That's fair. No middle sliders. Yep. Middle sliders like if you if you're doing stuff like that, middle sliders is boring. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 about all I've been tweeting. Also, I, I retweeted some pictures. Um, the announcement pictures that my my uh. From my wife, she actually drew some art. It's the first sort of bit of art that she's put out there that she's drawn on her surface. Um, so if you can go and look at that and give some lovely comments for her so I can pass them on to her because I think she's done a damn good job. Yeah, but, and like, it's scary putting yourself out there like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Especially, when, it's like doubly scary because we're announcing something that's oh, yeah, kind of big. Sure. Um, but then, so yeah. So like, ma- mad props to her. And again, once again, I said at the start of the episode, but... Obviously, a huge congratulations to the two of you. Yes, thank you very much. Um, but that's all I've been tweeting out. All right, then. Well, in that case, I will let our wonderful theme song see us out, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Options podcast.